Warning, it is the opinion of the Forestry Productions LLC and the Working Perspectives podcast that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You have been warned, so if you decide to listen to the recording, then don't complain about the language. Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, living real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, the terrific Tom Lavelle, and our guest today is the Mangler, Mike Johnson. You can find all our stuff and all our content on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can have us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter and the Tiki Talk at Working Fee Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workingperspectives at gmail.com. And please just like and subscribe so my life stops kicking me in the ass every time I try to do this show. Jalen Dub, you ready to get this thing started? Yeah. Very good. Glad to hear. Tom, you ready to knock this thing out? See. Very nice for our Spanish speaking audience. All right. Well, uh, let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective. To be effective by voice in societies, working perspective, exploring your day and how you get paid, launching a new episode every Tuesday. Your day can transform while we inform with new episodes available on every platform. So check out. So let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you a little something about our guest today, Mike Johnson. So this is, uh, we've talked about this place on the show. At this point, we would have had a Henzo Gracie roundtable on the show as well. Very big fan of this place. You meet a lot of great people there. It's a great culture. And, it, you know, it's just uh, you meet you meet some of the best people you ever run into at this place. So. Uh, I'm there. I'm training one night and we've talked about this on the show before where I brought it up with like, I think like Josh Lawler and Don Lyons and maybe even Chad Kilhefner, where like before I even really talked to the guy, I we had punched each other. Right. <laughs> and so it's the same thing with our guest tonight, Mike Johnson. So I was at it was a Muay Thai session one night and they do like sparring. They used, uh, I guess they still do it sparring on Thursdays. Right. So everyone's going, we're sparring, we're doing our thing, and me and Mike are going together, right? And it's our first time. So it's like a real feeling out process at first, but then like you have like your stuff and you get in. So I'm staying in tight with Mike during the sparring and we're going. And then all of a sudden he throws this fucking uppercut that's just puts me like, I'm like, it, I remember just being like, God damn it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm yeah. like, son of a bitch. I was like, what's this guy's name again? <laughs> you know? And so then eventually, right, like we would spar again. And I just remember like the one of the few, you know, the other, you know, the next time we would spar, 
he would try to keep it like tight and on like you know like banging close and i was just like not happening right (laughs) he would do this thing where like like i would engage and then like engage and disengage right and then he does this thing where he'll engage but then he steps back and goes back to the center of the ring and kind of stands there like what 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 are you doing let's come come on and i'm like no no fucking way no fucking way (laughs) we've already been down this road i'm not doing this again right i was like you can fool the jabrones with that but i'm not getting that fucking uppercut to knock me sideways again you know what i mean i mean it sounds like a good plan yeah (laughs) yeah in theory you learn that lesson once buddy let me tell you uppercut me once (laughs) shame shame on you Yeah. yeah So, but then, you know, after, you know, after that, I feel like you get, like, you get respect, you know, it's kind of like a, an unspoken respect you have for certain people when you go and like, when you spar and like, when you exchange blows and things like that, where you kind of just have a rapport, you know, I uh, like, I would see him in passing, always say hi and stuff like that. But then when I found out he was interested in the show and liked the show and wanted to be a guest in the show, I was just tickled pink. And really, really happy we could get him on. He's had a very interesting life. He's had, I mean, this is going to be one of the, the like, the crazier stories we're going to get into. A lot, a lot to, un, un, you know, unravel here. So, you know, this is going to be a short B-Box. So I want to get right into it just because we have so much to talk about. So, Mike, I just want to thank you for being on the show. And before we get started, I would just like to ask, how do you like your Cheetos? Crunchy or puffed? Uh, I don't really eat Cheetos. Oh, crunchy! I try to get, stay away from the snacks. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I could tell you're a fucking Adonis. You know what I'm saying? That was a guaranteed crunchy Cheeto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. no yeah. doubt, no puff on those Cheetos. No, yeah, yeah. more, more crunch, right to the point. You know? Yeah, yeah, of course. Hensor Grace is a thousand on the you heard uh, that J Dub still yeah. so crunchy. far the only puff boy. Yeah, well. <laughs> As of this air date, you, yeah. you, have, you know, there's been one. There's been one. Yeah. As of, you know, I know how to pick them. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're a puff, puff pass guy. Huh? Yeah. Oh, he's a big puffer. <laughs> Dude, cheese balls in the tin. We don't have to do this every time. I don't defend myself. I'm a puff boy. We go I'm not upset with, with a, a cheese crunchy ball. lifestyle. A cheese ball is different. Sure. That, well, no, that is my principle of picking puff over crunchy is the ball we know. being in existence. So you're All a right. ball guy. I'm a ball guy. I'm a puff ball guy. If sure we're going to wow. get down to it. Sure is. Okay. So nice. So Mike, thanks for coming on, man. How you doing, brother? <laughs> doing all right. Had a pretty rough day. I'm not going to lie. I was uh, not feeling like doing this. Stuff. I, I was getting into, I was like, oh, shitty. I just had a shitty day, you know, life of the business owner chasing money. Yeah. So, what happened? Uh, just contractors not paying me, man. Yeah. Yeah, big contract commercial contractors uh, you know what so you, it's always what's that guy i mean are you take a, care of them you want me to that, go there take care of but i'm yeah, saying I used to like, do that trust me well like that I, I, I tell i told i told one contractor came came that uh, next time i came in there in the office would be with a bat and the vice president shut the door he says he says you know uh he says oh my god how bad is that this is right when corona hit they would be four hundred sixty-five thousand dollars and they were like, stop taking calls, this, that, and the other. So I went down to Camden. They're up on the fifth floor. I'm not going to mention their name. And uh, I, I go into the office, and the, the girls in there, I'm like, hi, so-and-so here. And they're like, no. And I see in the office that uh, the vice president's there. So I 
kind of sneak over to sneak his office. I'm like, hey, so you know, hey, what's going on? He's like, hey, what's 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 up, man? How 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 you doing? You know, he's like, yeah, just trying to diffuse me, I guess, because I was yeah. pretty heated. And he was like, he's like, what's going on? I was like, you tell me. I'm looking to get paid. I was like, you guys owe me X amount of dollars. Nobody's taking my phone calls. Nobody's replay, you know, returning emails. They got the pandemic happen. I paid my bills. You guys ain't paying yours. You owe me almost half a million dollars. I said, listen, I'm going to tell you right now. Next time you see me, I'm going to be carrying a baseball bat. And he was like, hey, click, close the door. He was like, he was like, how bad is it? What do they owe you? I said, what's the day? What do you mean yeah. day? Hey, you yeah. the day, bro. Yeah. So. <laughs> They, so, yeah, oh, it's not like, me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, the, the owners. I'm not the. I'm like you're the vice president. How much closer to the top can I get? You know. Yeah, yeah. So, long story short, they ended up paying. <laughs> no, Dude, nobody got any, no when someone owes you money. Night. When ahead, someone Tom. owes you money, it's always difficult because it's like you want to get paid. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, trust me, I know. You oh, know, yeah. know, and so I the one time play. this dude owed me fucking money. Yeah, and. I hadn't seen him and seen him. And then I heard he was somewhere. And so I went to the place where he's at and I walked up and I fucking smacked him right across the face because I was so mad. I was yeah. so angry that like he had owed me money. Now he didn't owe me $465,000. It gets a crazy over. And those guys, they all got, you know, they got bigger lawyers and deeper yeah, pockets yeah, than I got, right. you know? You're the little yeah. guy. So, I mean, you're in quote unquote. I'm, yeah, the, yeah, I'm yeah. a, I'm a, like, in terms Mom of contractors, I'm like a, I'm a, I'm a large contractor per se, but like not in the commercial world. Yeah. In the commercial world, it's, it's a whole other ballgame. They're, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're famous huge, for, huge. in the commercial world, setting up smaller businesses, taking on contractor work, and then just closing that smaller business and not paying out the contractors. Shut the fuck Cause, up. Because then you, as a smaller guy, have to get lawyers, fight litigation, sue this company that no longer exists to get paid on the work that you did. And it's just, it's harder. It's going to end up costing you and harder for you to get that money through that every, small well, here's the company. Deal. Every, you, you always get paid because you know the owner hires general who hires us i'm the carpentry subcontractor so the owner ultimately owes us the money you know yeah. and, and we have we have contractual agreements that honor that but it's the amount of time that they drag you through the mud yeah. meanwhile i'm not on your job anymore i'm on these guys's job and i'm still paying payroll without this money coming in Mm-hmm. So I'm paying for the next job to accrue money and I'm still waiting to be paid. And I might not ever, not never, I'll always get paid. It's just a matter of time. Yeah, so yeah. it's, you know, it's that, that in between there, the money's going out weekly and that other money's coming in 40, 60, 8, 90 days. Yeah. You know. I, so do you have to constantly have a stock like, you know, I got to wait to get paid. So I have to have like a rainy day stock. kind of it's, stash. I got to call a line stock. of credit. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, well, we had like I we've had a well, let's just say an electrician friend of mine. He's a union guy, and he okay. said like there. And Tired. I know I know you work in the union, right? Or you? What was that? What was that? What'd you say? Uh, I, I call I uh, one of my buddies, the union electrician. He's from the area, so I didn't know if that's who you're talking about. No, 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 it's it's not it's not Taggart. I know Taggart. Well, I don't know him, but I know who you're talking about. Ah, uh, they're great guys. Yeah, um, but um, the uh, but my buddy said like you know the union if they're not getting paid one they'll like and i'm sure you've done this too where it's just like well fuck you we're leaving and then also 
like they'll be get the owners and be like, hey, we need you to meet with a union official around the corner. And it's a bunch of guys with fucking two by fours ready to go to work kind of thing. Like that's like like there there is that type of reputation that the unions have. And I know like you're in a union or you work with a oh, union. Yeah. And oh, so yeah, yeah. I'm a union contractor and I used to be a union carpenter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like I know I know all about it, like, but I I used to tell uh, some old guy that used to work for me, he said he would say, you know. You better watch it, man. They'll call the goons. I said, I am the goon. <laughs> I fucking Yo, love that. Yo, you're the goon. Yo, uh, like, who do you think they call? So then, so then the big thing, like, you know, in Phil, like, so I was in my, I got a lot of friends in East Falls. And so I guess uh, Joey Doc got locked mm-hmm. up. I mean, did you know stuff got about it, yeah. that? So, like, what, like, at some point, you're getting fucked over so much. You know what I mean? Like you got to wait. You can drag through like wait and wait and wait and wait and wait. And like at some point, I, I kind union of don't care though, bro. I mean, if you really want to hear the truth of it, the union I pay the union, so I'm the contractor. I pay the union. Yeah. Uh, I get paid by the contractor, by the general contractor, right? Yeah. They pay me. I pay all my my employees' uh, union benefits, their yeah. benefit pack, and then I pay their wages to them directly. So the union just wants me to remit the payroll and pay the bennies so yeah. that they got their money. That's yeah. all they care about. And they're, they're willing to help me get contractors and get jobs and all that stuff. Because if, if I get jobs, that means I'm paying them. Yeah. I'm going to put their guys to work and then I'll yeah. remit the payroll, which means that they'll get more bennies to hold for 30 yeah. years and make yeah. interest on. I guess yeah. my so. point is, is I empathize. Like you hear the, oh, they were doing this, they're doing that. I was like, yeah, well, they're trying to get fucking paid, dude. Or they're trying, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, oh they're yeah. such terrible guys. It's like, well, what about the guys that are fucking them over? Yeah. You know, well, like these guys true. got that, families that's a huge, Yeah. That's a huge deal, man. That's a huge deal. But usually what they're referring to are guys like me. Yeah. Because what happens if I'm not getting paid, who am I going to screw? Yeah. And yeah. The union and yeah. the guys. Yeah. I mean, lay them off. Lay them off, let them go get another job. But meanwhile, they're still behind money in their bennies and all that stuff. Yeah. So then they're coming out, you know. Yeah. But Luckily, that's fuck- I've been, been fortunate not to have to do it. But there, like, this has been going on since, like, you know, since contracting began. Like, the isn't there, time. yeah, isn't there like a law or something against like how long they can withhold paying you? Right? I, I, you know, I have literally looked into all that stuff. Like, man, we've got to come up with a, a union, yeah. a union, man. Like, yeah. you know, like there's, you know, I've, I've ever since I started, cause I was uh, the young youngest union signatory carpentry contractor in the history of Philadelphia. Right. Yeah. So uh, that's a tongue twister. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was 29 when I became a, a union contractor versus a carpenter, right. Uh, yeah. Owner operator. And um, you know, the, everybody else, like you said, they're all established. They got a big nest egg. They got, you know, I'm breaking into this world and I'm getting screwed right. left and right. Yeah. This is back in 2015. I'm getting screwed left and right. And I'm just like, there's gotta be, I mean, I wrecked my head for two years about this. Like there's gotta be a way yeah. that we can all get together and like, yeah. Oh, change, change. But you know what it is? It's, it's a rat race. And the contractor goes, Hey Mike, give me a price. Uh, $10. Okay. Yo, Joey, you give me a price. $9. Okay. Mike, you're out. Okay. Or Mike, Take the job. We give Mike the job. Uh, Mike's making too too many waves for us. Cut up his contract. Cut him loose. And we'll, and somebody else is waiting in the wings. Like, oh, I'll take a spot. Oh, yeah. I'll take a spot. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And somebody yeah. that doesn't mind waiting for the money and says, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I know I'll get paid eventually." 
yeah. and they have the cash to float. Yeah. Damn, man. And they'd rather Damn. do the work and just wait, wait for the money. So how yeah. much stress is that adding to your life, man? Crazy amounts, huh? Oh, bro. Is that why you got into the, I mean, did you wrestle in high school? Well, hold on. Let's, let's do this, right? Let's start from the beginning. So is that why you're in the MMA? Well, we'll <laughs> talk, least... we'll talk about, we'll talk about some of that. So, uh, Mike here will say he's the president of Blue Collar Builders and Topic Roofing, right? And we'll have links to both of those in the description of this episode. Highly suggest checking them out if you're in the, you know, if you have need for any of that. Really great stuff. Uh, one of his uh, co-workers was a former guest of the show, friend of the show, Eric Zeblum, right? So the show, listener of the show. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> let's get it started from the beginning. So Mike here was born and raised in beautiful or he's born in beautiful Camden, New Jersey, and grew up in Pensacola. I mean, just talk about the best places to go. Just a high tourist area. Yeah. Hold on a second. Pensacola, I've heard of a hundred times. I could not tell you where the fuck Pensacola is. It's right over the bridge, isn't it? Betsy Ross, man. Betsy yeah. Ross Bridge. It's right, right on the other over side. the Betsy Ross Bridge. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's right on the other side. It's kind. Of, it's just like. Yep. Like if you Between went over Betsy Ross and Tacony Palmyra. Exactly. Exactly. Like if you go over the Tacony Palmyra bridge, you're right in Palmyra. Right. If you go over the Betsy Ross, you're right in Pensacola. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. I thought. How so long did you live? How long were you there till? So I was uh, 14. 14. Just till high school. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, yeah, nice a little rough, rough paper route. But uh, rough paper route, but. So you, uh, but when you're going to school, right, you did a Christian Academy and you're doing Christian Academies in Pensacola. Was the reason because like the public school systems were just that shit or like what was going on? Well, I mean, my parents are, my parents, uh, you know, they're, they're, uh, Christian folks and yeah. stuff like that. So we went to church and all that stuff. And, and yes, my parents went to Pensacola and Camden Catholic. So they were like, yeah, we're not raising our kids <laughs> to go and. Yeah, and this shit. So, um, yeah. you know, they they start putting us in these uh, Christian academies. Or it's not quite Catholic, but it's it's a private school still. Yeah, um, a lot smaller than yeah. Catholic school. That's bit, dude. Yeah. Honestly, the the PCL, like the Philadelphia Catholic League, is a hundred percent the same thing. If you can afford to not send your kid to public school in the city, you're sending them to a fucking Catholic school. You know what I mean? Just because like the public school systems are that bad. And a lot of times they're not even fucking Catholic. They're just like, you know, if we didn't get into yeah. friends or yeah. friends select or whatever, then we're, sure. <laughs> you sure. know, it's kind of up shit's creek. So you're in the same way, like, you know, your parents spiritual did your old thing, but they wanted to, you know, not get you, you know, the, the paper route was rough enough. They didn't want to make it rougher. So <laughs> exactly. So, so you're, do you grew up in that neighborhood and you went to Catholic school? How, uh, Christian Academy. Like you had to have Nate na- or Christian Academy. You had to have neighborhood for like what was the neighborhood like? Oh yeah, yeah. We had neighborhood, we had neighborhood friends and did normal stuff, guys playing on the block. And you know, I mean, we lived on a it's a block system, just just like like living in the northeast kind of. Yeah, but so I was mean, the neighborhood you know, you all right? The, was it, oh, it's like northeast. Uh, my like? neighborhood, it was you know what's funny is when you grow up there, you think everything's fine. Yeah, yeah oh, you think it's normal now, and I took you guys in, yes. and you're like what this isn't this isn't fine you know what i mean like, so true. Yeah, it's not okay <laughs> growing up you're like here yeah you're like oh this is just it was like you, right, you don't even know you, you don't know everything right yeah 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 you know you any and no matter what you're doing or where you're living you just get used no to matter it. It what becomes yep. a, yeah. You, yeah you know what i mean people in africa are like hey, so looking back on it now 
what yeah, do you think yeah. of the neighborhood that you grew like how was i it, would right? i got two daughters and I, i'm not taking them there yeah <laughs> we drive <laughs> okay. we drive through there i've taken yeah. them down there check them out i'm like yeah this is the house we grew up when i was your age you know I'm yeah now look at like, your house <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, well, about, i'm gonna uh, listen i'm gonna drop you off on this end of the block and i'll meet you down the other end yeah, they're like, nah, we're good. We're good. We yeah. see you now. It's got to make them appreciate a little bit, huh? Sure. I wish. Yeah. It's these yeah. days, you know? Yeah, yeah. How yeah. old are your daughters? Uh, 17 and 14. Oh, you have a 17-year-old? Oh, Jesus. Dude. Well, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. Yeah, so we're getting sorry, a little ahead of ourselves. Looks like a young man. So Mike here, he was, you know, going to Christian Academy, and he was in <laughs> Penn Stalking, but his big sports growing up, were and this was fascinating because we've had we had Josh Lawler was uh when he was on the show he had done the same thing where motocross big into motocross and like snowboarding and those extreme types of sports but dude I'll tell you man that's one thing like honestly I you know if I did it I'd probably be shit my pants but it was always so fucking cool like seeing the dirt bikes and all that stuff but like dude from what Josh was saying at least it's a ton of travel it's so much money and a ton of work on the equipment and like being able to move all that stuff. And just like, it's such like, it's, it's a lot, but you were really, really into motocross and that on uh, like would eventually like, you know, would take you down another path, but let us like, tell us a little bit about like, what did you love about it? And like, I know you still ride bikes now, but like as a kid, you know, did you like the danger? Did you like the excitement? Ah, like, what yeah, did you think? man. Like, well, we grew up, uh, well, like I said, been talking about my, my old man would take us to the, like the Pine Barrens and stuff like that. And we yeah. do, you know, uh, camping over the weekend and stuff like that, meeting up with all the boys and, and doing free riding and stuff like that. And then yeah. uh, I got I got real into it as I got into my teens and stuff like that. Once I moved to PA and had more yeah more people to ride with and more you know i i got more into racing. I started yeah. breaking bones, you know, the whole yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. So, How many bones you know, did you break? Nah, all of them pretty much. I broke in the, <laughs> let's see, my big toe, both bo, bo shin bones, my, oh! uh, right, my, uh, so t- tibia, fibia, right? And then, uh, the, um, my right clavicle once in two places, my left clavicle twice, my right shoulder blade, my nose four times, my lower, my L4, my lower back. I mean, Mike, uh, we don't have all day here, pal. Dude, Jesus Christ. Do you, do you care <laughs> about your body? What oh my God. God. Uh, break. Old, I'm like, done. How much, uh, how much of you is made of metal? Huh? Like, yeah, not, not actually. It's all, it's all uh, re. Dude, the evil Knievel, the shin bones had yeah. to be. Well, fucking, you know, yeah. between, all of those. Between, uh, um, I've never broke any uh, of those. <laughs> Yeah, not yet. Like what were you, what were you gonna say, Justin? Let's say yeah, all of yeah, those nose forward. breaks are handlebars, right? Dynamite drop in. Nice. No. So uh no, so dude. wait, so wait, hold up. When you break all those bones in your body, now are you just like fuck it? Like you've been through it, you well, know what it's well, like. You are what, you what, like, fuck my, this? I can my dad deal with said, my dad used to tell me all the time when I was growing up, he'd say, it's not if, it's when, then we'll see how much you love this work. Oh, that's fucking great. Not if, it's when, and then we'll see how much you really like the sport after you're fucking breaking your shin bones. That's was, a fucking true. That is so fucking true. Was he into huh? the same stuff? Is that how you got uh, into it? I mean, he still rides. He still has a dirt bike. Uh, actually, my dad's 65 as a as a a Harley, a crotch rocket, an R1, and a dirt bike. He's an R1. 
Hell yeah. Getting R one, he's wild. But so <laughs> was he? Was he? How did like? Is that how you got into it? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're always a motorcycle family, man. So like, um, you know, I just grew up knew my dad was into Harley's back in the seventies and whatnot, and like, you know, he would tell stories when we were kids about dirt bikes and stuff, and and I was like, dude, I we'd watch it on TV, you know, channel yeah. three six nine, you know, one yeah, of the six yeah. channels we had. You know? <laughs> yeah, you know, no cable at the house, six, no nine. cable. Now cable growing up. Wow. Never, yeah. We were outside kids, man. Yeah. You know, Breaking in the bones. neighborhood. <laughs> BMX and motocross. And that did was you a, build, you were, did you have like a spot where you built your own like bike jumps oh, in like the woods? Man. Yeah. 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 And, and we'd hang out there. It was by the train tracks. All the high school kids would come after school. They would the always smoking be, cigarettes. You know, somebody getting jumped, smoking cigarettes, rolling joints. Somebody yeah. was getting jumped, stopped. And you were like, damn, I don't want to be over there with those guys. Yeah. You know, I was always the younger one of the group. You know, yeah so. but you were were you the crazy one like there's always uh, we i mean like, i was i i, I was like quiet because i didn't go to school with all these kids right oh, so I, I see in, yeah you know what i mean so i'm yeah. like i'm quiet i don't want to i don't want to disturb nobody i'm not yeah. you know but you were like i wasn't you know, fighting mma at the time you yeah. know but they would see you, know? you like you like and you're younger i'll tell you I was this young a skinny little kid you know yeah was, but when you're so were you younger than those guys yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. I was always a couple so that's years not younger really. than everybody. Yeah, when yeah, you're at the then... bike jumps, though, right? Like, there's like different types. There's the guys that are just there hanging out. Then there's the guys that's there that are all fucking talk. Like, you know what I mean? Saying like, oh, oh no, man, I'm like, fucking they... if my thuck, you know. But then there's guys like you that are fucking nut jobs that are fucking going off a hundred times and flying into trees. You know what oh, I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, we're we were there. I was part of the group of guys that are building the jumps, you know what I mean? So, yeah. so you always had that group of guys, no matter where I was. So even when I moved to PA, we had the same situation. I don't know if you guys remember beyond Freddie Hill. Yeah. You remember that? You guys well, I know where Freddie Hill is. Wait, wait. There was you know, jumps, behind Freddie Freddie jumps behind Freddie Hill? No, I never went to jumps no, behind we had, no. we had our jumps were by North Penn Hospital, the Coca-Cola jumps and end up. And then uh, ours were like through the woods, like it wasn't yeah. like big the, jump. Big they were like two were. foot high. I don't know. The, the, Co- the Coca Cola jumps were fucking terrifying. Were, I yeah. wasn't doing. Wait, wait, where's that? Where's the the old Coca Cola factory. Where's that? A it's like in North it's, Wales. It's back like near where the Merck building is, and yeah. like um, it's, it's in not the there corner anymore. pocket, uh, but it's just a big tabletop. It was like uh, it was. So uh, like, okay, I was just saying there's a bunch of them over in Hatfield too, like back. Uh, yeah. by by uh, Wedgwood. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, Wedgwood yeah. had a ton by the baseball Man, like, fields on Moyer Road. Oh yeah, they had yeah. a whole fucking. They had a whole course back yeah. there. Yeah, Wedgwood I think it was, was dog in nuts. Oh yeah, it was like a bunch of. That was a bunch of my boys back here making those. But, oh, you know, really? there's always a group of guys that are. Yeah, there's always a bunch of group of guys that are making the jumps. They're usually yeah. the ones that are hitting them. Yeah, and yeah. then you got everybody else the passer, like you said, they come in. They they weren't part of it. They weren't like yo. You know, build it up, spend all summer to make it for the last two weeks. Yeah, that you yeah, guys yeah. are hitting it. You know what I mean? You're they're the dickheads that are ruining it. Yeah, yeah. They're the ones that are like, "Oh, it's just too big. We don't want to knock it down." You know? You're like, oh. <laughs> nice. So, okay, wow. so you're you're growing up in Pensacola, you're doing all that. Then you would eventually move to PA. How uh, how old were you? When my you dad moved? works for Merck. Okay, so we you know my mom worked in the city. My my dad worked for Merck. How so old were we, you when uh, you we, moved here? 14 14 okay so like where's your mom work uh ninth grade i was going into ninth grade okay where's your mom work um uh she was working for yeah liberty too yeah in the city we don't have to say like an insurance company or whatever yeah yeah Yeah. so okay um, yeah 
so you're but like you moved to pa you're then you start going yeah, to christian yeah. school there but you wouldn't be you wouldn't finish the christian school uh something would happen would you let us uh, how did it how did it go uh, I'll you, yeah I'll, i just i guess you know normal shit like, like you had said you know, uh, they asked me not to come back. They're like, you know, it was too strict. <laughs> I got too that wild. before. I'm too wild. Yeah, 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 they were just like, hey, listen, you know, maybe maybe you should try something else out. I wanted to go to public school anyway. Same. Funny what part was the is, name is of I the Christian but I asked, It was the uh, one right in front of North Penn, whatever yeah, that's Calvary. called. I know a kid that went there. Small maybe. school. Really yeah. small yeah. school. Very small. What? I mean, I my whole life, I had 20 kids in my whole grade. Yeah, yeah. Like twenty kids in, well, that's in the like entire North Penn, all right? growing up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I went to North Penn, so I move up to I move up to PA. I'm in I'm in uh uh you know this Christian Academy, or whatever. They've got dress codes out the wazoo. I mean, you got to yeah. wear a button up shirt. You can't yeah. wear ankle socks. You get yelled at for everything. I'm yeah. trying, you know. I'm 14, 15. I'm in the girls now. I'm looking at, yeah. you know, I'm going to try smoking pot, cigarette, yeah. you know, all this stuff. Everything's getting shot down. I, they're I, you know, everything I do, they're just like, yeah, he's the bad apple, you know? And so finally they're like, yep, get him out of here or whatever. I go over to the North Penn and North Penn's like, no problem. Yeah, I'm like, dude, right I, here. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We have elevators. <laughs> you yeah, want pills yeah, too? Yeah, yeah. What do you want? We got it all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, I didn't have any problems whatsoever. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, although I did in my junior year, I missed like half my year because of being uh, wheel, in a wheelchair. From and, uh, is that when you broke your shin bones? my back, yeah. Oh, yeah, your back. I broke, I broke my shin bones. Is this motor shin bones? Was this yeah, all? Motor- uh, this is all motocross. I, okay. I yeah, quit. So much. I, I quit motocross because of what you did. I quit because of what you're telling me. Right now. Never do it. <laughs> I didn't even start. I already done. Yeah, I quit. Yeah, yeah. Um, go, ahead, go ahead, Mike. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I, my, 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 shin, my shin bones, my lower back, my right uh, shoulder blade, and my right collarbone all at the same time. On one ah! fall. So, yeah. Like, and they were across, across both sides of my body. Oh. So my left leg and my right arm. You know, shoulder area. Were you and then like, my lower did you back. pass out from the pain? Like when it happened? No, I didn't. I honestly, I didn't even know. I was a, you know, it's a big jump, blah, blah, blah. Didn't know. I went down <laughs> during a race. It was during a race up at Evansville Raceway. Um, you know, and uh, I, you know, I went down. I got knocked out. I woke up on the ground down at the bottom of this big hill, big downhill. And, um, you know, I could hear the bikes and stuff. And I was, you know, in my, you know, in my helmet stuff. Next thing I know, they put me in onto a stretcher, and that was the. I was all warm and fuzzy. It was my first real time breaking anything, and I broke everything. Oh, right, f- and uh, when you go, you go big. Yeah, Jesus. man. And, and when they when they went to move me, I, like I just remembered all the endorphins and all the, you know, everything. You're all warm and fuzzy. You so know? like you're high. And like, like is it like? Uh, yeah, it's like being high. You know what I mean? It's like it's like being extremely high because you got a, you know, adrenaline and endorphins, all this stuff going on, right? And then then they move you. And you're like, whoa, oh, fuck. like everything. You could feel the bone shifting and everything. And you're oh, like, oh, this ain't no. right. So they put you on a, on a flat, you know, a flat. Uh, is it a painful feeling or is it like very, very sharp? Is off. <laughs> okay. Uh, I didn't know if you're still yeah, before it, it and you feel you're, like you're most, off. Yeah. But like it's an like extreme pain, especially if you, anybody's broken collarbones and they're like, they're, they're just very. They say sharp. it's more painful than a gunshot wound. Yeah, it, it's a. It, it's just that the collarbones, for whatever reason, are so painful. They're just sharp pain. 
Ooh. I don't know if there's a lot of nerves running through there oh, or, what the deals, but, yeah, or it's just thin yeah. skin. But it Yeesh. is just, I mean, it, I've had three. I've this one twice separately, oh. and then this one in two places. And it just, <sighs> every time it's very painful. And um, <sighs> so they put you on, they put you on, and they, they take me to the hospital. And I'm going, I'm, t- I remember I'm talking to my dad, I'm like, I'm going to die, man. You know? Oh, yeah. And they're, they're cut, they got to cut off my everything. What was your you dad know, saying? He, yeah, he's laughing. He's broken a million things too. You know, uh-huh. yeah, you're gonna be fine. My dad was <laughs> yeah. a brute. Yeah. Like, I would. Know, I, I like to me as a dad, that would be the most heartbreaking thing ever to see. Oh, that I, would, I mean, I because you got you legit was rag. If I had a son, I'd be right? like, get up, you're fine. Yeah, yeah but you yeah. were legit. Like, was rag? You were ragdolled, right? Like, you must have been. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, all I over. I essentially what happened was I hit a you know a big jump. It was going to a downhill and. Uh, sure. I land and at the bottom of the downhill, it's a big downhill. At the bottom of the downhill, there's a uh, there was a hairpin turn. So mm-hmm. you know, as everybody's jumping through the air, they land. They land with the gas on. They immediately lock up the brakes, and the skipping of your tire as you come into the turn creates these things called braking bumps. And throughout the day, having all the different heats of all the different people, everything you know going, uh, the braking bumps get deeper and deeper and deeper. And I, you know, just must have. Got it on the brakes, right? As I was getting up on the gas tank to get ready for the turn. And I must have grabbed a little handful of front brake at the same time. And, and it just catapulted me straight down to the ground. I mean, like, yeah. in the ground. Boom. oh, and you were going how fast do you think you're going like 50, 40? Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's something like I mean, obviously, but dude, like, so, we don't, we don't it, have, it, but it was like, it was a dead, like, it, like, it's like you hit a wall and then just went straight down. Yeah, and, like, it fucking planted you. In the ground. Yeah, exactly. So oh. you, you land on a downhill and then you, you grab a handful of front brakes and literally with it skipping and then grabbing a handful of front brakes, it just flipped over and I just smacked in the It caught straight and just snapped over. Oh, God yeah. bless you, man. And Jeez. I mean, like, I don't remember any of it. I mean, I just, just like, <laughs> woke up like. Yeah, you're like, what's you know? why, what, why is everything not yeah. sticking together? And then yeah. everything's hurting, everything's yeah. hurting, you know. They're 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 getting me in an ambulance, cutting yeah. stuff off me. Uh, you know, it's wild. So anyway, yeah. so that was my so I, I spent you know eight weeks in a, in a, in a uh, recliner, you know, oh. not moving and bedridden and whatnot, having Oof. to plan out my pisses, yeah. you know, and take, <laughs> yeah. take 30 minutes to get from here to the bathroom. 10 feet away oh, you know, so bro and then and then, Plus, I was then you had rehab like, after that right too rehab like, and wheelchair and you know my junior year was pretty much shot yeah yeah you're not getting a lot of pussy with a bunch of leg casts on <laughs> nah, <laughs> yeah, nah. yeah 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 it's tough enough as it is try not having yeah. you know fucking yeah so all right so well let's keep it moving then. Oh, yeah, so, yeah yeah so so i did uh did the motocross thing and then um you know i ended up taking a year off and uh you know, from high school, you know, and um, uh, once I graduated, took a year off, tried to figure out what I'm doing. You know, I wanted to go for engineering, but of course I was obsessed with motocross. So I could be like, yeah, you know, I was like, I literally remember saying to my dad, where am I going to put my dirt bike? I can't, you know, when I did in a dorm, you know, I, I want to race. <laughs> Keep racing. So nice. it was like, well, you got to do something, you know, I was a pretty smart kid. Yeah. And um, he was like, he was like, well, uh you know what do you want to do and so one of my buddies was like you know let's go down to florida and okay uh he was a year behind me he was oh he was oh four so he uh-huh. so i was like oh, i'll wait till you graduate and we'll go move to florida well, what's we'll his name joey gerhardt joe gerhardt. oh shit i know him oh, god i've been up with him you know colin lady 
Uh, yeah, that's who, that's who I was racing against. That's who that I used to. So I used to ride his dirt bike every fucking every other weekend. You know, I know his little brother. I know his sister. I yeah, did yeah, jumps I back behind the power lines where that like uh-huh. creek splits. Yeah. I helped him dig those one jumps. We stole barrels from the uh, Philadelphia Inquirer and drug them all the way back to his fucking house back there. Nice. Yeah, he. I was racing. I was racing him that day. I love was, Joey. Yo, he's a good kid. Yo. Wait, wait. No, you no, were not Joey. Kyle and I was. You racing were racing Kyle. him no, the no, day but, you fucking broke everything. Oh, he was there. Oh, his mom is there. Damn. My parents were there. I know his mom. Yo, Conley's mom was one of the nicest ladies ever. Ah, she's great. I loved her. Yeah, she was so nice. Yeah. Damn. Fuck, I didn't yeah. know that. I haven't seen him in so long, yo. I got yeah. the name sounds familiar. I, I guess I'd have to see. They were what... both in my grade, Gerhardt and uh, jo- and uh, Colin. Hey, huh. I was over uh, Colin's house every weekend when I was a kid, like real young. Yeah, so I was okay. like fifteen, and then he was racing yeah. every weekend, and I stopped seeing him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. he was there with me. I mean, me and Colin were, me and Colin and Joey were inseparable in high school. Yeah, or, you know. You become pretty mate. tight with like because you guys are together all the time at motocross. Well, because we're you, how many people bond. do that sport? You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, so Wrestling's it's like, like you know, hey, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, we we would go up to you know uh, Jack Frost has uh, had some tracks up there. We go yeah. up there during the week. We take our bikes to school. Yeah. We leave school, go right, you know, up yeah. up to Jack Frost and ride. And Dude, stuff, I, I think I remember seeing that you'd have your bike strapped in the back of the pickup truck, uh-huh. ready to go. Fuck! Uh-huh. I think I remember seeing that. Nice, dude. Uh, dude chicks fucking dug the fucking bikes. I was though, gonna say, right? what's like, the girl scene with motocross? Well, Is Tom. It so it's it, we were talking. Yeah, it's tough for him. So in his junior year, he after having the big spill, he's in a wheelchair, a bunch of cast and all that stuff. So really tough to you know score some snatch when nah, uh, when you when, puss. when you got to plan when you got to plan yeah, out dude, piss. yeah nothing better yeah, than I was some at, sympathy yeah, puss. Listen, I, I, I went the other way my I whole high school scrawny, career yeah i was like a scrawny goofball of a kid yeah. you know you know in high school i didn't like start filling in and and you know coming into my way so i was in you know later on in life well let, let's get There's into no that cross groupies so nothing well i'm sure <laughs> not yeah. for me anyway but uh so let's get into that then so you take a year off after high school, right? And yeah, then you, so then we, you move down. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, we, so I told, you know, Joey, you're like, hey, he's like, yeah, let's go to, you know, this motorcycle mechanics place down, down in Florida. And okay. I'm like, yeah, okay, we'll, <clears throat> we'll do that. And the, the idea was, oh, if we can't be a professional racer, we'll work on bikes because we're all used to working on bikes. You know, very yeah. Mechanic. yeah. You, know, and you love it, right? To, yeah, I love it. I, I've been working on my own bikes and shit like that for years. So, excuse me so um so anyhow we uh we moved down there we're wrenching on bikes you know going to school we're working during the day i'm still being a roofer ties into me on a roofing company so i'm i was being a roofer uh i'm down there um i'm in school at night you know working during the day and i get thrown at that school Uh, well uh there's a all couple these schools have a problem ah, you know, yeah, I don't know yeah, what it it's is not, yeah these fucking schools but uh are you are you cool to elaborate on a, on one yeah, of the yeah, incidents i don't mind yeah, yeah sure <laughs> like, so like you know you know well you gotta imagine you're at a you're at a mechanic teaching facility yeah. right so these guys are, that's right they, because i would imagine it's harder to get kicked out of a mechanic school than it is a think. christian school yeah like, but, but what I'm trying <laughs> to do say, they have I'm do they have sock dress code well, but, but no but like think about it it's all yeah. it's all men and bull dykes it's all men and, and yeah and you got all you got is these teachers and they all think that they're uh Hot you shit. know they all yeah they all think they're tough shit. like if they were any good at, at being a mechanic that's what they'd be doing 
<laughs> shit a bunch of 18 to 20 year olds how to work fucking, them, yeah trying to mean? shit on and make themselves feel better yeah yeah exactly so so they're, they're, they're all on their high horse because of course we're in school because we don't know anything so it doesn't matter what they say we we got to believe it right because they're right. a teacher right. you know and uh you know luckily you know some of us that grew up racing and changing top ends and stuff like that between motors have some you know knowledge of yeah. the. i was gonna say of, you of must have trade. had like an equivalent and experience at that time you've been yeah, racing since sure. you're fucking you know eight years old yeah, or whatever kid. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah so so you know so you're going through uh, anyway so i start going through uh the the you know, all the classes and stuff and we get to a, a a point where it's the end of like your generic program before yeah. you get into what we call your electives which is where you're you're um you know, you pick your, whether you're going to do Harley or you're going to do Suzuki or Honda or whatever, yeah. you know, so that it's a testing phase. It's three weeks of testing. You need to test on a book. So you go you know, every, what'd you choose? Uh, well, this is prior. This is the end of, of the generic uh, area. Yeah. You know? You're so going to find I, out there wasn't much, that we get, we, you know, <laughs> these, these guys are they're jerk offs, man. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. They're, 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 bust, they're you know, busting your balls. Everybody's, a, their, everybody's yeah. a ball buster. Everybody, yeah. you know, Long story short is, is I get into it with the teacher and the teacher's being a jerk off to me and uh, he he essentially insinuates like I'm gonna fail you yeah. and I'm like you can't like I already passed the class I can I can leave early you can the all the rules say you can dock me ten points but that isn't gonna hurt me I'm still gonna pass yeah and he didn't like that and he says you walk out that door and I promise you you won't come back and I just punched the hole right next to his head like literally i mean we were standing in the, in the wall okay into the into the sheet rug yeah yeah, yeah. And, um, and you said the next time i see you i'm gonna be carrying yeah, a baseball, baseball bat. <laughs> a fucking bat <laughs> yeah. Damn. so wait what did he do so he's they standing there shit is fucking pissed what do you think yeah, he's, he's a little guy dude. he's like he's, he's all fucking this, this. how big this was this dude he? yeah he's probably like I want to say five, eight, five, nine. He's like 60 years old. This guy's been teaching there for 20 years. Hasn't worked on a bike or flat rate forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And meanwhile, he's just, you know, well, for his chest out. Like, yeah. you know, listen, kid. Yeah, I was 19, you know? Yeah. So I I lost my cool because I was like, literally, I was so frustrated. Like, what are you going to do when somebody's like, listen, I'll make sure you don't come back. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm he's like, yeah, to me, you might as well spit my face. Yeah, exactly. He, but he was he was intentionally being major, a fucking jerk. Major. I yeah. mean, I was too little, but but I played by the rules. You know what I mean? You're, you yeah. told me you're cheating. You're gonna cheat. Yeah, right. Well, no, he's yeah, but sure. he should have been Sorry, the man, fucking I, I adult the in that situation. You know, he escalated gonna, it. He, he should have. I'm gonna assign demerits, and I'm gonna have you expelled from this. Uh... <laughs> next time you come in wearing ankle socks to this fucking mechanic yeah. shop you're a dead man yeah that's right you're done you're done you tuck your shirt nah, so, we, me. <laughs> so, they, so they maybe they maybe do uh they maybe do what was it called uh uh anger management and all this stuff so i did i did it and i had to retake that whole class which is three weeks uh, every night for three weeks uh, does right? anger so management work I know a hundred no, people that have taken no, anger never, management. None never. of it. They're they're as angry as it'll ever be. Still, uh, yeah. the one guy said, "I'm in class." I think he makes you angry. Hug myself. Hug myself. <laughs> Count down to ten. I was like, "Hug yourself." Count. They're like, "Count to ten and think about." It. I'm like, "I just take the ten seconds to plan out what I'm gonna do better." 
Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm like, at first I was enraged, but now with the 10 seconds, I'm so, like, I can get gas. What's the best thing you learned from anger management class? You probably <laughs> don't even remember. <laughs> Nothing. I don't I don't. Hey, I, I remember going to a couple of classes. I don't remember much of it. So, I yeah, went, so I, went okay. up, I, go I, I go on to, I get back, I go back on to doing the electives. I'm a week from graduation, you know, do, doing our thing. And uh, wait, wait, I'm so, doing you, a, so you pass the jerk offs class. Then you're able yeah, to pick an elective. I had to do it again. Yeah, you're able, to, but like you know, he thought you were gonna get two kicked electives. out. You were two. Oh, so, you two. So, so I was, I was there for like another, let's say, twelve weeks. Right? Okay. Every night, it's Monday yeah. through Friday, four hours a day. And night, you're right? and you're working during, you're roofing we're, during working the day. The, yeah, we're I'm roofing during the day. At this point, I think I might have switched to carpentry at this point, but um, nevertheless, I'm going every night and. Uh, so I, I, I literally a week from school. Actually, if you see ever seen the commercials, he the the guys always on, he's like the, one of the bald guys on the commercials selling it. And I'm like, that's the guy, babe. You know, <laughs> you know. And uh, so I get to I get to the finals, and I'm standing on a lift, a, a motorcycle lift, and I'm doing an electrical test. You know, they they rig all the bikes so that they, you know, what I mean, you got to fix them and all that. Yeah, stuff. yeah. So. I'm doing a test. I'm getting frustrated. I might've had a bad day at work. I don't fucking know what the deal was, but I didn't, I wasn't having a good time with this bike. It wasn't doing what I wanted. I was getting all agitated. I might've threw the multimeter or something. Who knows that guy gets up on the left. And instead of being the adult, like you said earlier, this guy gets to my face. He's screaming. He's standing on my nose, nose to nose. He's screaming at me. Like, don't you treat the bikes like that. These are my fucking bikes. Don't you fucking, you know what I mean? Instead yeah. of being like, yo, bud, why don't you go outside and have a cigarette? Come inside. Yeah, yeah. Cool and we'll off. talk about. Yeah. 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 That's like way too mature for a mechanic, right? So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, that's how it is in real life. Like, you're fucking yeah. like, trying to, like, I used to well, ride you got in real life, right? Trying to rim a tire with those plastic fucking hook oh, things as a kid. Fuck I would lose yeah. my fucking mind in my backyard. And my mom would be like, what are you doing? I'm like, I am trying to get this rubber around this fucking metal. And I'm gonna chew my own fingers off in the next 30 seconds. Dude, yeah. dude, Me putting something yeah. from IKEA together. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. So, so this guy's in my face screaming, and I, I just get, set him for a ride off the uh, off the lift. And, off uh, the lift. How high were you? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's about three or three, four feet to the bottom of your feet where you're sitting. You know what I mean? So it's <laughs> it's elevated so you can stand there and work on the bike. But I was up on, you know, has the extensions. I was up on the up on the lift with it he climbed up there with me and he was screaming in my face and i just gave him a little, okay. a little how you doing? see you he, later how yeah. you doing yeah, yeah. And, he, and, he went, <laughs> and you and were went, uh, and you were a week away this was during finals back. this was yeah, during uh, your finals and you did yeah, this, this so was, no anger management so he, after this one huh no 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 they, they brought a squad <laughs> down and they escorted me off the campus and i still i think i two years ago i might have finished paying that one off, you know, <laughs> off that student loans you know? jesus so but then, uh, so you know, I, I ended up meeting my my girlfriend at the time down there. It's still happening at the same time. Met my girlfriend, racing motocross still. Met my girlfriend. Uh, my girlfriend's uh, got a kid at the time, um, which is my 17-year-old. She's 12 months old at this point, and we're uh, 19, 20 years old. I get married. She gets pregnant, you know, uh, and then I'm like, oh, you know what? I got to call up some of my old buddies, Joey, Kyle, and all these guys, right? And uh, one of our other friends, uh, Dave Utanis, I don't know if you guys know. Oh, him, fuck but, yeah, um, Choder. Fuck yeah, I know Choder. Yeah. Dude, Choder, yeah, yeah. Dave, Dave's a great dude. He was on the wrestling team with us. Great dude. Oh, yeah, Hooter. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, so me and him were un- inseparable, man. He's, yeah. he's one of my best friends in the whole world. 
And, um, you know, his dad got me in the union. And so I grabbed my wife and the kids and we moved back up and I'm, and uh, we started doing the, the apprenticeship. Meanwhile, okay, let me backtrack. Just yeah, yeah. When you I were was in Florida. I, I was yeah. in, I, when I was in Florida and when I was at the school, I was in that same class I got thrown out of at the end of the, at the, before finals. And one, you know, I get these guys and they say, yo, you want to, um, you want to do uh you want to come do some uh, backyard bar? You want to come to a barbecue on Saturday? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. What are you talking about? And they're like, yeah, you look like scrappy dude. You want to come to a bag? We do like boxing and stuff and we cook and all this jazz. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that sounds fun. And I got like a couple of guys that were like saying, yeah, 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 they'll do it too. Right. Nobody else shows up. I show up. There's no barbecue going on. There's nothing going on. These guys are, are they got the old school camera out, the little handheld. And they got, they're like, yo, here's a pair of gloves. Here's a pair of shin pads. You're fighting that big black dude over there. And I'm like, what? Yeah, we're filming. You ready? And I'm yeah. like, ready? Yeah, That's yeah. Kim, Kim, Kimbo guys. Slice is up next. So get, get ready. <laughs> right? Like, like quite. Yeah, 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 it wasn't quite. They were like that big. But, you know, yeah. he was my size. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 we, yeah. Were, we were same, same size guy. A guy was probably 6'2". And, you know, at the time. You had no were, idea you were getting into a backyard. Oh, no, no, not at all. Like, I literally. <laughs> and, I've been and you just, game. and you said, okay. <laughs> I would have been like, uh, no, guys. I mean, dude, there was a crowd of people. Like, yeah, oh, if you, yeah. you ever done so any they kind of fucking sport, punked you. Right, like they, like yeah, if like you, they, did, you, you were know, a punk. if you know if you know the Gerhards or the, or Con Lady or Dave Utanis, we're like the biggest for like, oh, you said I won't do something. Uh, oh, you got you got to twist it. We're gonna do this, yeah. you know. So like, I walked in there, I wasn't ready for that, and they were like, yeah, and I was like, they're like, you down? I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm down, I'm down. What are you calling me, bitch? I'm I'm in. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Fuck, yeah. Put, let's do it. You got a mouthpiece? Yeah. Nope. Throw some used boil and bite thing in. Uh, and, uh, uh. and they just filmed it and i and we went to town and they filmed it and we watched it later and and they, we were like man we both gassed out before the end of the round we're yeah. both like huffing and puffing like you had enough bitch and like no oh, you did uh, yeah i'm cool if you're cool you know <laughs> both hoping you both quit you're like yeah, yeah right there you don't want to sound like the bitch you don't want to be the first one to stop but like yeah you know you're really like just hoping that the other guys quit still yeah like truce bro and um, so, yeah, so then I was like, man, they got it. Anyway, we could get footage of that fight. Oh, my I God. wish, man. I wish. <laughs> they, I, it, it, you know, I was, they got to have a place that they teach this stuff, right? This is like UFC. This is, let's see, this is 2005, 2004. Oh, my God. You know Dude, like Ultimate Fighter haven't even started yet. Ken Shamrock's nah. like the number one fucking MMA guy in, in the, the world. world. Yeah, yeah. Him and Dan fucking Severin. The you know, beast, <laughs> the beast dance. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? Love like dance, Mike the Beast Johnson. Yeah, yeah right. That was. So, so either, uh, either way, so go ahead. Yeah. So 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 yeah. So I I go find this Gracie Baja Orlando. I don't know how familiar you guys are with the uh, with with the MMA world and stuff, but yeah. uh, Marcio Simas and and there was literally nine, maybe maybe not even like six to nine guys, uh, right? That have since then uh all but like two have gone into the ufc some of the more reputable guys are like seth petrozelli luigi fiervanti yeah. ben sanders you know these yeah. guys are like For, ufc yeah. gurus you know what I mean? yeah. and at the time they're all like blue belts right yeah and and they're like i walk in the gym i'm like hey look i want to fight and they're like they're like all right well 
we usually got to do Muay Thai for a year. You got to have yeah. a year of uh, jujitsu, and yeah. then you could try for our MMA team. That they didn't have MMA teams back in the day. You like that, yeah. you know? So, so they were like, like hey, "We have this just... barbecue. You want to come?" To it? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I go in there, and I'm like, "All right." So I was doing like jujitsu for a little bit, and then I was doing Muay Thai for a little bit, and then I was like, "I was like, look, man, like the whole reason I came is because I'm gonna fight. Can I join the your your fight your MMA team?" I do MMA practice with you guys. And they're like, all right, you can come try it one day. So, okay. like, I'm with these guys. They're all killers, right? Yeah. Set, and, for, and, hold on, real, real quick, Mike. Uh, for those of you listening, he said Seth Petrozelli was the – that is the guy that uh, upset knocked and out knocked Kimbo. out Kimbo in Kimbo's first fight. Do you guys remember that when Kimbo was with finally – With the pink getting, hair? With the pink hair, the big yeah. Italian guy. So, yeah. Yep. So, no, and there's Best more up ears. Yep. Oh. What's that? Uh, yeah, cauliflower ear out the wazoo. They all was his ear bleeding during that fight. No, 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 no. Before that, before that. Oh, okay. So yeah. Kimbo got knocked out in 13 yeah, seconds okay. on national yeah. TV B- on dude, network television. It was the oh, biggest yeah. dude. It was, everyone's like this guy because Kimbo, dude. Kimbo was such an underground. It was supposed rock. to fight Ken Shamrock. Right. Ken Shamrock got Backed hurt out. the night before. Yeah. Seth was on the undercard, or he was like the co-main, or whatever he was, first on the main card, or whatever. So then they literally asked him. He was the only one that big enough and with enough credentials to to yeah. step in at last minute like that. Because they, I mean, Kimbo, and he knocked him out know, 15 was, seconds. Oh, 15 sm- seconds. Dude, 13. smoked him. Wow. Bro, smoked it was, him. it was like, it was honestly, it was what, it was really what MMA wanted. They wanted it to be like the, mm. the backyard bullshit's one thing. This is the other thing. And when you have uh-huh. a trained guy going against a backyard bull, bullshit guy, this is what happens, right? And don't get oh. it wrong. Masvidal would end up disproving that, like, showing, like, hey, if you take the backyard guy and show him how to fucking do it, right? Like, right. you know what right. I mean? Like, that's different. But sure, if you learn. have a guy that's trained and a guy that's not trained, even though he's jacked and big and mean and whatever, doesn't make a difference. The learned guy always wins. Yeah. So yep. is there For a sure. better – Would there? could there be a better feeling than being in a big-time fight a dude, big time setup dude, fight. This was and a you knock the guy out in fucking no time at all. You walk out, you knock him out. You're the uh, fucking dude. Man. dude I Seth, remember. Seth Petras I really became a household name after that. You uh, know. Ah, uh, yeah. He went on to the UFC. McGregor versus Aldo Tyson's oh. whole career. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, sure. Just knocking people out like that. Like, oh it's my crazy. god. What would you say uh, is better, Mike? Knocking a guy out with a body shot or a head shot? Body shot, body. I, I mean, especially. Thing. I fucking. I mean, not only does it hurt them more, but man, you get just so many. You know, as you know, like in the industry, if you will, like sure. you get more, you get more street kids for that. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. it's like, rare. I mean, it's more rare. It's rare. Yeah. Well, you got. You have so to be people that you, you do have to it, be a sniper. Like, ah. Yeah, you have to have yeah. it. You have one. You have to have it right. You have to be able to throw the body shot that will knock someone out or knock someone down. Not everyone has it, right? But everyone has. You know, like. There's guys too, like that can get knocked out but still go. If you get hit with a body shot, I don't care who the fuck you are, it's over. It's, it's fucking unless unless you're it's fucking so a Toro Gotti for some fucking reason. I've right? lost I've <laughs> lost two professional fights to body shots. Oh, bro, they're honestly I mean, it's, it's pain like you would never feel. And this guy like broke would both never his shit boats. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, like, let me tell you. I mean, it shuts your body down. Yeah, it shuts your whole body down. But dude, I'll tell you, it's like you know how like you hit the sweet spot on a bat, right? It's it's that times five thousand when you land one. I'll tell you that right now. It's the best. It's the best feeling going. 
Oh, dude, I'll tell you. So uh, we'll, we'll get back to you. We'll get, <laughs> we'll, we'll, get, we'll get back to you. One sec. I just want to say I'll hit this. a baseball, Matt. Thank yeah. you. No, no. The, uh, the perfect example of this is uh, you look up the Triple G Matthew Macklin fight. You'll see Triple G lands a body shot. He hits him, he hits him with his left on, on Matthew Macklin's right side. You see it land here, and then you, you in slow motion you see it reverberate out the other side, right? And that guy, yeah, he obviously he went down. But I'm just saying, like that kind of shit. Needless to say, hey, the guy's dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's needless dead. to say, that's the last anyone ever heard of him. But yeah. <laughs> so yeah. either way, so let's get if back. You into watch it. Temple of Doom. The guy reaches and he grabs his heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> let's get back into it. So you're in Florida. You you had yeah, the backyard so started, gimmick. Started, now you're at the gym. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so I had two. So I had two professional fights. Uh, you know, shortly thereafter, a couple of years later, I mean, and then at that point, that's when I moved away. How much um, did you get paid for those fights? Uh, my first fight, bro, was uh, in Tampa, Florida, for two hundred fifty bucks, <laughs> and there was no amateur bouts. Nope, they didn't the have it back then. No, they didn't, they have, didn't have amateurs back then. No. If you wanted to, you could go up to Mississippi and but, and but, fight up in like Biloxi. And you could do an amateur bout, but I wasn't traveling all the way up there just to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you had to fight a professional fight. They didn't have any amateur. It was like, I had a couple years under my belt. Training six days a week like a madman. Yeah. And then you're training, you're working full time, and you have a girl, right? Like, you know, like with a kid. What weight class? 185. 185. And did you have to cut for that? Oh yeah, I'm a what? I'm what a are you naturally? Fire. What's your natural? I'm two fifteen. Really? I'm six two two fifteen. I wouldn't say you're. Oh, yeah. I guess. Well, you got the heavy I'm, bones. That's I'm two nineteen today, but <laughs> you know, hey, easy. I'm gonna I'm gonna get it back down. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't oh, have said ass. you were. I I no. <laughs> I'll tell you, Mike. I wouldn't have guessed you were two fifteen. I would have said you were like maybe around two hundred, if a little under. But because oh, yeah, okay. well, like you're solid. You know, oh, every time every time I'm buttering you up, Mike. Like, he's like, buttering you up. Uh, what do you What do you like? Two thirty now? Two forty? I'm like, oh my god. Dude, they're every, fucking every such the- shit busters at that fuck. You know what I mean? They fucking try. That's they- it. Because any anytime anytime they 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 become the opponent, then then your weight goes up and up oh, and up and up. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh dude. Well, I lost. He's two hundred and eighty pounds, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. He's three fifty. I got to spar him. He's three hundred pounds. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he's six four. Yeah, yeah. Hey, dude, six five. I'm like, dude, my name's Mike seven six. I'm yeah. fighting Shaq over here. <laughs> that it is, dude. That is what it turns into. So many guys true, really right? beat themselves. They're, you know, they fucking don't. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. But uh, it's fun. yeah, yeah. It's but all yeah, part so, of the game. so yeah. So I went and fought my first professional fight. Got the shit beat the fuck out of me. Wasn't but, the guy um, you fought like he had like eight uh, fights or something? Called, right? Like I'm. Yeah, I was like, what? 20? I'm like 20 years old. Yeah. He's got, uh, he's, uh, well, at the time he was like three or four no, okay. which back then was like, even back then was still on earth. Like, you, yeah. you know, you got like a couple of fights and then you were get you get a loss, you know? Yeah. Um, but he ended up going, I think, like eight or nine and no before he ended up losing. He yeah. fought like Frank Trigg and shit. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. But anyway, yeah. He, yeah. He was like collegiate rest. I was like, I was like fighting a man. I'm like, you know, 19. <laughs> 20 years old and this dude's yeah, like yeah. 27 you're like i was in a wheelchair two years ago <laughs> i'm like he's like he's like on a win streak i'm like i'm like all right sweet you know and then everybody yeah. you know 
So he beat he beat the piss out of me. I mean, we we went the distance. We went through the decision, Mike. I gotta I say mean, something. You get into a lot of fights. I wouldn't suggest. You know, like <laughs> the backyard. The number the NCAA, one fight. All you think be better at it? You know. The, yeah, the number one fight he lost was against the dirt bike. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah right. Don't fight. There's don't fight. My ex wife, bro. <laughs> so, 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 okay, so you was getting divorced. Oh, bro, that's they a, say yeah. you never truly know a woman until you divorce her. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh God, I don't mind. All right, let's get into that. Yeah. <laughs> you, never, you never truly know a woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Period. No, that's dude. Yeah. I, I don't even. Yeah, that that thought keeps me up at night. My wife's Eastern European, so. I mean, Ooh, God, yeah, I, I saw know. the name on my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. couldn't even pronounce it. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, so so then I I, I had a pooter and and that whatnot, and uh, I I go up to the union, and I join the union, and I come up and I actually Henzo Gracie's right. So I yep. go up there and uh, you know I move in with my parents because I got to do the apprenticeship program through the sure. union. Sure. And, and meanwhile, I got to train because I'm in the middle of my fighting career. I got uh, three pro fights at this point. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm looking to train. What year is this, Mike? It's 2007. Okay. Okay. Cool. So I started February 2005. Okay. And 2007, I was on my third pro fight. Okay. Cool. And then, um, <clears throat> so you're so back then, up in PA. You're, yeah, I'm back you're, up in PA, and yeah. I, I go to you know Henzo's right down the street. I'm up in Lansdale again. Yep. You know, I go to Henzo, and they're like, "Yeah, you can't cross train." And I'm like, uh, "I mean." you guys have, you know, no, no professional fighters, you know? And, uh, so I cross train cross train. uh, Like I was going to go, what I was going to do, my original plan was to go to Henzo's and then like supplement the, some training down in the city where, where all the, uh, pro fighters were and, uh, you know, and just, you know, cross train. So I'm I'm training with two different gyms. Yeah. It's so uh, honestly, it's do that. Well, no, back then they didn't. Now, because there's more Henzo Gracie, like Gracie gyms, that's all yeah. anyone does, right? Like, yeah. we're going down to Daniels, Daniels is coming up to us, we're going to South Jersey. We're go, you know yeah. what I mean? Like you go sure. like, out. Hey, they, this, Daniels things. wasn't around. Well, there was no exactly. You exactly. had New York and you had Rich. You know yeah, what I mean? like, that was but that like was it exactly yeah. back then. You didn't have like you didn't have other like one. It's for safety reasons, really, because like you go to some gyms and it's fucking just a bunch of bags of meat, right? And like also it's filthy and dirty, whatever. There's like you know standards at the Gracie gyms. So and also like the caliber of fighter you're getting is better. But back then this wasn't there right like now you didn't, you didn't have the options that you have now. exactly exactly you know and, I mean? and you Long did short. yeah and you did need to cross train it's like they've been doing it in boxing for years it's just like you know had you not said anything they probably would like they probably wouldn't even have known yeah. right you know what i mean like uh, yeah you, they probably yeah. wouldn't have but you know i, I was for, i was forthcoming about it and they shut it down so i was like all right yeah. look i take option. i just took option b i was like look i'm just gonna go to the city so I joined uh, a Philadelphia Fight Factory with Eddie Alvarez and yeah, Zach yeah. McCoskey, Tara LaRosa, yeah. you know. Dude, they were. Uh, Will Martinez of Martinez PJJ. They produce in all sorts of uh, MMA stars. Did you go uh, to, when Eddie was fighting for Pride, would you go to his fights in AC? I would go to Pride. I wouldn't go to Japan, but I would go, we would go to his his house or one of the other guys' house and we'd all, you know, get pizza and, and watch him live, you know, at like two o'clock in the morning or whatever it was. Yeah. And it was whatever time there and, and we would all you know yeah all our, the fight team would all be yeah. in one house and you, we would stream it or whatever it was do you remember his shirts 
right? He was he, had, he was still Bodog when I started. This is like long before he got into all that. He uh when uh so I remember Tom and we would go. He would have like he would he was fighting for pride and you remember the way pride used to do it back in the day is that they would match they would fight in a ring they would fight in a boxing ring and they would match country versus country right so that's how they would sell the fight so like there was one of them we went to and you have to Eddie Alvarez's fan base is all like Kenzo Nisty like oh, all those man. people right so we're at a fight in AC Tom I think you were there that night I was we're there. At, we're at a fight in AC. I know right? what you're going to say the sign. <laughs> exactly. So it's uh, it was it was U.S. versus Japan was the pride fight that they had built. So it was like Japanese fighters versus U.S. fighters. Eddie was the headliner of the card. He had the whole crowd was basically for him, right? And it was all a bunch of Kenzo and Nisties, right? Uh, oh yeah. And there's these two kids and they just kept walking around the, the venue the whole time. It's probably like 5,000 people, whatever. It was at the uh, boardwalk hall, right? I think it was in the ballroom though. It wasn't in the main room. So, or in the main stadium, it was in the ballroom. So it was like 5,000. There's these kids walking around with this massive sign, eight feet long, two feet wide. And it says, dirt nap that Jap. <laughs> they just oh fucking walk God. around the place, right? He ends up smoking them. But this was the crazy thing is that before Eddie's fight, they wanted to show every, or they wanted to introduce to everyone the Pride World Heavyweight Champion. And this fucking guy walks out in like fucking baggy ass Jenko jeans and a t-shirt. He looked like a fat fucking slob, right? And this is the Pride World Heavyweight Champion. Turns out to be Fedora Emelianenko. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? And we were like, who's this fucking jabron? Turns out to be like, you know, one of the best ever kind of thing ever. The last yeah. ever. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. The last ever. And then Eddie, I'll remember this. Eddie's, Eddie's merch game must have been through the roof because he has Alvarez. He was, tattooed he in. was so great at selling fights. Oh, here. dude, there was so many because there was the shirts, right? He has, so he has Alvarez tattooed in the top middle of his back. He sold shirts. I would say like Fight Factory. Or or whatever team whatever, and on yep. the back it said Alvarez, where his tattoo was, yeah, and, and the everybody same spot there, too. yeah, in, in the same spot, and every motherfucker there had one of those shirts. You know what I mean? It was, dude, awesome. I no, but I remember, yeah, that was a that was a good time. So yeah, you were, but you were training with him at those, dude, and they were. Yeah, like, so I was down yeah. there. I was down out of full of fight factory training for years and stuff like that, all while hanging sheetrock for the union. You know, I was a I was a rock star, right? So, I and mean, uh, that's what we call. Do you, you know, know? Do you know Judo? Juno? Uh, Judo or Judah? His name was Judah. Oh, Judah Serrera. Yeah, yeah, he was a tall, skinny guy. He. Used oh yeah, to, I know Judah. Yeah. He he uh, he used to be the head bouncer down at McFadden's at the ballpark. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, he, he was actually, there. Yeah, Pete. Pete yeah, go ahead. Pete. I know what you're talking. Yeah, about. yeah. You know, he, <laughs> we're gonna go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you. Oh, were you gonna say uh, about Dave? Dave Sale. No, what what do you what happened? You know what Dave said? Oh, uh, he got he got a bunch of Kensington dudes, uh jumped them and oh oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I yeah, Judah was working that night. Oh, and shit. uh I and I talked to Judah about it like right shortly thereafter because he was he was the head of security there. Yeah. And uh, you know, he was telling me the whole his version of the story or whatever. It was just yeah, just sad, man. But yeah, yeah but yeah. What's yeah. your yeah? So if you guys remember, Mike, you what, ever been in a uh uh? Do you ever been in a situation? Now hanging out with like 
wrestlers and whatever growing up, but have you ever been in a situation where you're get like a fight is about to start and you're like, I want nothing to do with this fight. Like I every day of my life, every day, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I like, I go, I go out and, you know, you know, I'm, a bachelor if you will now because i'm divorced and all that jazz so yeah. so i go out all the time but like you know i'm always trying to like dude I don't yeah know. it's the last Leave fucking me. thing man well that yeah nowadays like if you would have yeah same. no no like, but i'm, I'm saying, saying like, but it's still you always, know, you, it's always you know, it's like you're in to get your like i'm saying you're in to get your like you're like fuck we're gonna get our fucking asses kicked right now uh I yeah that's that that's happened that happened that happened pretty bad with uh actually down in florida uh, I was living with a couple guys, and uh, this before I met my wife or whatever, right simultaneously when I was meeting her, uh, and we had a house party, and I, my two roommates were a couple five years older than me, and uh, one of my roommates' little sister lived in the cul-de-sac, and we got jumped. Well, we had a big party for her 18th birthday, so they had a bunch of seniors there. We bought all the booze and stuff. It was, yeah. it was our house. Yeah. You know, I'm like 19. My buddy's 24. My other buddy's like 27, you know what I mean? And we're all living in a three-bedroom house in the cul-de-sac in Little Haiti down in Orlando. Yeah. Uh, And, uh, you know, he – and and, and that's essentially what it was. My one buddy, we call him Haitian Singh. He's a a Haitian guy. He was was living – so his little sister, she she was over, and and the school system down there is a little rough, if you will. Yeah. uh, they had a bunch of people come over and they had, you know, uh, they were like thugging or whatever. And, uh, there was a, there was a fight, a fight broke out and, uh, me and actually the guy was walking around here. I guess you can't see with the background, but yeah, uh, he was, he, you know, me and him, uh, go outside. There's a fight between two, two guys and we, we pull, pull them apart and jack them up and tell them like, you know, listen, you got to get out of the party, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Cause you know, we're, we're the only ones of age. Yeah, and everybody else is, you know, is under eighteen. Actually, I was still underage too, yeah. and um, so they come, you know, and boy, when you tell me what they, this these two uh, Hispanic fellows, they turn on, they join forces like you wouldn't believe for us guys. I mean, we're just just regular. They were Asian like, get Americans. the gringos, get them. Yeah, essentially, they're essentially like what? They weren't on your like, team. They weren't no, on they your were team. Bro. On we're on this team. They, they join yeah. for, they, yeah. they forces quick and. uh what uh, happened is we jacked them up and and uh they the one dude push pushed me or pushed my boy i can't remember what it was but i remember looking over at him and he's mid-swing he knocks this dude out and i'm like all right so we start rumbling and everybody picked two sides they were either on the one guy's side because apparently what happened was the guy smacked his girlfriend who happened to be the brother of the sister you know, okay. the brother of the girlfriend yeah. i'm sorry the yeah. brother of the girlfriend, right? Yeah. So he smacks his girlfriend, and the brother, his her brother, comes over, who happened to be also at the party, and is fighting with him, and we we tear it apart. So every so the whole party splits into two parties, you know, like the 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 guy that smacked the girl and the guy that was defending his sister, you know, and then yeah. both sides did not like the white guys, that, that <laughs> the and and we uh, after they got done beating on each other. Um, my boy Kurt ended up with stitches all over his head from getting swatted with the butt of a gun. I got a uh, I got a ruptured eardrum from getting smacked with a flower pot, and uh, uh, you know people were getting tased and the cops <laughs> were in. Kudos it to you was for having like, a flower it was a melee, pot, dude. 
I, to be honest with you, I was standing on the front porch and I was watching these groups of people fighting and they're stopped. There's like four people stopping one guy, like all over the lawn. Like I'm just watching these brawls happen. And like, I finally was out of the melee and I'm like, what the hell's going on here? I was just like, can't believe this. Right. And this one dude comes up and he's like, he's like, Joe, it was you. You started this whole thing. And I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about, dude. Like, <laughs> like, I don't even live like, here. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was just watching. I'm the neighbor. I live in the <laughs> yeah. you know? And um, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm watching all these people like start turning around. Like, uh, like oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And I'm like, it no, was no, the no. white guy. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was darker to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, this dude came out of nowhere. I like looked over and I just caught, got a, a flower pot, which was the next door neighbor's flower pot. Nice like, terracotta. Uh, nice, like, nice. Like a tan, terracotta. Ter- yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, oh, like on the, tan, the tan clay yeah. fucking gimmick. Yeah, the clay oh. ones. Like, yeah, like, shattered dude, on and he whacked, he whacked me over the side of the head with that thing. And oh, man, you woke up was, later. <laughs> That's no, dude. I stay, I, I stay coherent. I took off running and I got chased by. I glued the plant guys. back together. And... Oh, <laughs> no, I, you know what? My dumbass ran into the backyard with a six foot fence around it. I was yeah. like, oh, well, that was dumb. Yeah. I'm going to get stopped. Dude, fucking up. like. I ended up, <laughs> uh, thank God. I, I ended up getting a little bit of a melee with some of the guys uh, that chased me. And, and the cops pulled into the cold sack and everybody started scurrying. And I'm like, cops, cops, everybody out. You know, quick. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I can't do this. Well, yo, we're all we're all the same team now. It's us versus the cops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> dude, it would have been hilarious if you were like, yeah, I saw these guys about to jump me, so I grabbed a flower pot and I hit myself in the head. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So either way, we kind of got off track there. So you left yeah. Florida, no more flower yeah. pots in Florida. You come yeah, back yeah, up yeah, to yeah, PA. Sorry. So you're training at Fight yeah, so Factory. I'm ha- I'm, I'm, you're, yeah, you're, you're a rock, rock star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Well, so yeah. how long were like, you doing this for? Me. Yeah. Uh, from 2007 to 2000. Well, till 2011 was my last pro fight. So, Dude, um, so you were fighting full time from 2007 to 2011? Yeah. Mid- oh, June 2007, uh, my last professional fight. How many fight. fights? Uh, nine. Dude, dude, I remember like when I was fighting full time, bro, it fucked like I had six fights the one year and it damn near fucking killed me. You know what I mean? Oh, I had a wife that was in nursing school. I had two babies. And then so I had to work. So I worked all day. Yeah. Yeah. Got got done working. We go off to go off to uh, train, you know, come home, eat dinner, pack a bag, boom, back down in the city. Yeah. Sit in traffic if there's a game and all this all pre-COVID, yeah. you know, so yeah. everything was crazy. Yeah. And then um you're parking hoping your car doesn't get stolen. Yeah, that's when I started carrying, you know, because <laughs> we're we're a fish town. Yeah, you know, this was know, back well, before the fish town flip. Yeah, yeah, way before the fish town flip. And you're on like and, fish uh, town on the border, right by the fucking yeah, right border, by Kenzo. Right by yeah, yeah. you're just doing you're just doing you're just a uh carpenter at this point no no he's yeah, doing yeah, sheetrock well that's yeah cool. i mean we I'm, oh. I'm a union carpenter but that's what they do you know what i mean we sheet we call it white gold i was really spackle no 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 just fra- framing and drywall but you know for the most part you know if you're a big guy they they, yeah. they you know they want you to are you a finisher yeah. like is hanging like, and banging is, is there like the different terms like for uh like, yeah finish carpenter well no but like 
Oh yeah, there's a finisher. There's like as in like I employ drywall finishers and then I yeah. employ carpenters. Oh, yeah. I see. So can so, I ask you this, Mike? It's a different so, trade. Yeah. How long did you roof for? How long were you doing roofing? So I was uh, uh, doing roofing from. Uh, so I started my like right out of my senior year, right around my senior, year, right at the end of my senior year, um, until I was like nineteen or twenty. So I'd maybe say seventeen to. 17 to 20 for like three years, but I always did it as side work on the, on the, you know what I mean? So Did I would fall shingle off when I was, well, oh yeah. You, you fell, fell off, off? Fell off a roof. Yeah. Yeah. Fell off a few. Yeah. What the Wait, fuck? Four, How many times? Uh, probably two or three, but Florida's only one. What the fuck? Oh, Florida's one. Florida's one, uh, Florida's okay. one story. Yeah. There's only yeah. one story. All right. Yeah. That's yeah, all you're thinking, talking yeah, like we're doing eight, eight to 10 feet on the grass, you know, and I was young. Yeah. Still, so was like, yeah. That's yeah. nothing. I was, Wait. yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Josh. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, after no, I was, yeah. I was doing them in like the, like, you know, the, the three story, like twin yeah. houses. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah, like yeah, eight yeah. and like they would like be like, hey, don't fall off the edge and be like, oh, you're. I couldn't believe they would let us do that when we were kids. But yeah. How Wait, old were you, Jadup? I was like, they would, my dad would take eight? me and sit me on a pitched roof for a day. You know what I mean? I just have to sit up there while he roofed, you know? And I'd just be sitting up there, fucking around on the roof. He'd maybe hand him shit and stuff. And I'd be like, this is 70 feet down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Walking around up there. And that's when he said, you're like, you fell. I'm like, no you can't fall like what are you talking yeah yeah, yeah. Nah, hell yeah nah, nah, nah. but uh so i want to ask you this mike so um we've had uh electricians on the show um we you know we've had master carpenters on the show we've had all these different you know union guys on the show construction and everything uh and the one thing we always ask them is who runs the job site and the electricians would say it's the electricians the uh the masons would say it's the masons Everyone hates the fucking plumbers, apparently. Um, but what about you? Who do you think? Who would you say runs the job site? I mean, yeah, without a doubt, all those guys. We can put all those guys on the podcast at the same time. They're all going to agree with me. The carpenters run the job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the carpenters. Like I told you, like I told you before. And if they don't the agree, I mean, the like... next time they see me, I'll be carrying a baseball bat. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so okay wait so, everyone yeah. hates plumbers i mean i i look i i call my i'm a disciple dude i practice i i preach preach my beliefs and push it on all my guys right so i you know in my eyes everybody's got to get along you got to get along yeah. with the plumbers. anger so management worked anger <laughs> management worked. you know what <laughs> you know what? Flex, solution you and reason you did it money, money talks works. Money, money works, works dude because <laughs> yeah. guess what I want to. I want to go run this job, right? If I, it, me as an owner, right? Yeah. If I, if my guys are fighting with the other trades, my yeah. boss, which is the general contractor who employs the plumbers, the electricians, the carpenters, the fitters, yeah. the floor layers, the you know what I mean, the painters. Yeah. Everybody's got to get along. If we don't get <laughs> along, and the contractor doesn't make money, guess who's not going to the next job? Me as the employer. Damn right. I, my company's not going to get invited Dude. to the next big one. Mike, because they're Mike, be like, you know what? All his guys are a pain in the ass. Yeah, Mike, I swear to God, the next time you have a talk with your crew about getting along, film it, send it to the show. <laughs> Listen, you motherfuckers, <laughs> we gotta get no, along, or else. <laughs> 
go fucking fight you. Look, you I know pieces the pl- of shit. I know the plumbers are jerk offs and jerk the electricians off. are fucking pansies, but god damn it, you're gonna work together and you're gonna like each other. Yeah. Listen, yeah. you motherfucking kinda, kinda pieces like... of shit. If yeah. you don't get along, the next time I see you, I'm breaking your fucking leg. All right. <laughs> yeah, you may hope we don't like, build man. a roof because you're getting pushed off of it. All right. You ever fall off a roof? Not in Florida. A real roof. <laughs> a real one. Dude, fuck that's it. kind of yeah. what it's like, you know? You, yeah. you, you know, you got to get, you gotta, I, I tell everybody, you know, listen, you got to get along. You know, you, yeah. you, if you're not getting along, you, if we're not making money and we're not making the man money, then we're not going to the next one together. And, and nobody wants to be out of work. Yeah, so, that's right. True. So you got to lead the gotta, team, gotta, Mike. Yeah, you lead the you team. gotta lead the team, man. You can't, there you go. can't, you know, I wouldn't be a good owner or a good boss if, if, if I was, yeah, my example, yeah. So, but, but firm but fair, you know what I mean? Yeah, you, be you firm have to be, fair. and yeah. you lead by example. The hardest workers get the most respect. That's what I always felt. And it's yeah. so tough, too, because sometimes, you know, I've had it in my past where it's like you're working with certain people, and eventually you just get to the point where you can't sugarcoat shit. You got it, not necessarily me. I don't, sh- I don't wear lipstick for nobody. Straight no. up, listen, but- dude. Yeah. This is what you got to do. And if you don't like it, you got to take a hike. That's yeah. it. That's There's it. like a certain sweetness to the, the people you depend upon. Like, like there, you know that there's like people you need to get stuff done. So you have to be nice to them. You know, the people that you can just be very ignorant to if you have to be. Now, I used to load, I'm saying I used to, load to, learn to do it all, pal. If you can do it all, then you can fire anybody you want everybody's replacement i used to i used to load trucks and you would need to when you loaded them get the guy who had the the basically it was the front of an 18 wheeler that would pull the trailers out from the dock so and it was only one guy so like you had to be nice to him because like there'd be nine people at a time radioing him like hey come grab this trailer at a dock 54 and so he would sure. pull like who he liked and shit. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. there's a certain like you'd be not. I get yeah, a Snickers like, bar. It's like the elevator operator on the big job. You know? yeah. yeah. Like there's certain people you cooks gotta at a nice restaurant. To. You gotta oh, be yeah. cool job with site. the cooks. I need yeah. the shit now. Like yeah. give me my food, dude. Fuck these other people. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll tell you. I'll but tell that, you this though. That's all from employee and employee standpoint. Oh, true, true. Completely different. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You know? Owner, when you're you signing be like, the checks. This is what you need to do. Exactly what I tell them. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think honestly, I'll tell you this. I had a, I remember I had a boss, and he's one of the best bosses I ever had. And one of the reasons he was, he was an asshole, but he was the same asshole to everybody. If you fucked up, he let you know. If you did a good job, he let you know. But he didn't play favorites. He, he, he told you what he expected of you and held you to that standard. And if you didn't do it, that's when he let you. Exactly, exactly. But he, there's no bullshit. And there's no like. See, he, I wouldn't say that's being an asshole. You just have to be. No, he was an ass. He wasn't an asshole because of up. that. He wasn't an asshole because you're, you're of that. honest. You're he was an, he was an asshole for other reasons. But like, oh. but he would. But like, as far as like managerial style, he was just. He told you what needed to be done. Firm but fair. Firm but yeah. fair. That's it. And like the same firm but fair to everybody. There is no playing favorites. There's no oh girls get treated different bullshit. Everyone got treated the same. And I thought that like. And every, you know, honestly, and shit ran like clockwork. Everyone knew, you know, and then like when you have the veteran guys that like, I'm sure there's guys that are on your, that are on your payroll, Mike, that are like your veteran guys, that these are your like non-commissioned officers that you need to lead and lead by example. And these are the guys that you expect to go out and like, this is how we work. This is what you expect. And, and, you know, this is how you carry yourself. Well, you know, it's, it's been a long road. I mean, I started my business in 2015. 
14 yeah. technically, but 15 for all intents and purposes, January 2015. And um, and you know, I was still wearing a tool belt for first several years. Yeah. And that's with, you know, we had 20, 30, 40 carpenters, you know, at, at any given time. And I'm I had my tool belt in my truck at all times. I was on every job site. Yeah. running screaming yelling at people you know yeah. the whole lot you know look i'm a carpenter too tell me i can't i was stopping at my class as an apprentice i was i won the carpenter contest and you know i get they sent me to vegas three times like you know so and then what, i got divorced yeah. was okay. well, well no let's talk about i want to <laughs> i want to talk about that though because you brought that up when we were doing the pre-show meeting so there was a carpentry contest that you would eventually go to vegas and you would eventually win so what's what so what is it uh, a little, a little mixed up there but yeah okay okay so yeah but what is it what would you have to do and then like give us a rundown what's going on uh okay so so you do a four-year apprenticeship and okay. uh you're you know they have like a class b class c class you know there's 100 say 150 kids in it per year and okay. uh the the first two classes a class a class and b class are like uh rated by your grades so if you're an a an a classman you're at the top of your uh, GPA, yeah. um, you know, and that's for whether it's building stuff or blueprint reading or it's everything together, your tenants, the whole night. And you, <clears throat> it's eight hours uh, once a week for eight hours. You, you miss a day working. You got to You got to go to class or go to the school or whatever. And um, you got to do that for four years. So I was uh, top of my class through, through, you know, um, you know, I was in eight, I was in a class, I should say uh, all four years. Um, and then you take a test to actually go into the contest, but uh, you have to not only pass this test or, or grade high on the test, but you also have to have all the credentials to get into the contest, right? So all of A class and B class gets to take tests and they only take eight guys of 150 and um, you, you spend eight hours doing shit and, and building something. And they got TV crews there and the whole nine. And then, the, the winner gets a lot of uh, notoriety within the industry. You know, it's yeah, a big what deal. What do you build? And, uh, we, I built, uh, I ended up building a, a, I think it was like eight by eight pergola. So we built the deck, the pergola, the bench seats, everything with eight hours and no power tools. No Whoa. power tools. Wow. Fucking A. No Your forearms must have been cooking. Hand saws, hand nailing, you know. Um Hey you Mike, know. I got a trip to Vegas Chisels. for you. If you come build a pergola in my backyard. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't go to Vegas. I didn't go to Vegas for the contest. I didn't go to Vegas for the contest. I went to Vegas. They they further down the line, I became a foreman. You know, I was running work for some companies, bigger companies and stuff like that. And they um they asked me to uh go to Vegas because the union, the international union, which is based out of Las Vegas, uh picked Philadelphia as one of the stronger unions. And nice. they wanted to start a new program where they were doing leadership, a leadership program where they wanted to bring people in the future leaders of America, which they ended up calling the 300 hitters club. So the top, top 150 guys in the Philadelphia area of 30,000 carpenters, they want to send them out to Vegas, all expenses paid and train them so that they could come back and, in and manifest this, that those teachings to the workforce, you know, their peers, if you will. Oh. Right. So I was selected as one of the uh, top guys to go fly out. Great, man. 
I went out there and I came back and I started my business. <laughs> Dude, that's no, but I went, awesome, no. man. And you left went, the union I, and you went on your own. I was still under operate, but yeah, I went. The, I, I left and I came back. Uh, but but I the, came back and uh, I ended up going. They sent me out two more times. Uh, once I became an owner, they they had more more programs and they started doing it more regularly and they started picking all the different unions in you know Chicago, Miami, New York, like you know everywhere and they were sending guys let out and, and training guys and then they came up with a new program which was a uh you know that was like the future leaders of america and then it was uh like an ownership like owners and and from for the other side so they wanted the owners and project managers and stuff like that that weren't wearing the welts to see what these guys were being taught so they had an understanding of what their their employees were going through Okay. So, you know, so they wanted me to come out there for that too, in which I did. And, and uh, for the same reason, you know, they were like, you know, he, and, and to this day, all my apprentices, like I have four apprentices, right. And they weren't going through school, but each one of these guys throughout the years, they've, they get, they had stood up in the class and they're like, you know, that kid is, tell me who you work for. And they're like uh, blue collar builders. And they're like, they're like, tell, no, tell them who owns it. And they're like, hey. they're like, you hear that, you know, that kid was in this classroom four years ago or five or whatever, you know, now it's a while, you know, eight, yeah. eight years ago, but, but in 2015, 2016, when I first started my business, I was fresh. I was only out of the apprenticeship for a, for a short period of time. Yeah. So, so, uh, you know, they were like, tell me you work for, they're like, that kid was top of the class. He was in the contest. You can be too. You know, using yeah, yeah. the, the, the hey, apprentices would come to you're the sales come, pitch. Come, yeah, they, well, the apprentices, the apprentices would come back to work and they'd be like, yo, boss, they talked about you at school today. I'm like, yeah, hey, what? They made me stand up and everything. They put me out there. <laughs> You're like, shit, ah. what'd they say? Yeah. What'd they say? Yeah. Like, I didn't get well, kicked well, out well, of this one. Yeah, yeah. I didn't push anyone yeah. off of a fucking lift in this class. All right. Everyone was yeah, safe. That's true. Dude, yeah, what? So, they, so wait, but you know, so they, yeah. so they, uh, you know, it was pretty cool. It's pretty cool to hear dude, the that. Is, that is a good job, dude. Okay, no, yeah, well, fucking no. dude. No, you should be very proud of that. That is an accomplishment. And like, I know you're selling yourself short, but dude, yeah, that is a great thing, and that is something you should be very proud of. And that is that you know, it's fantastic that you got selected, and you can tell by like you know, just from talking with you, and and you know, you're very knowledgeable, but also like very well spoken and stuff. I can see why they chose you. And, you know, dude, it's just a testament to, you know, how hard you work and the work you do, man. So you should be very I proud of that. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, of course. But I did want to ask this. So when we were Go talking, ahead. there is something different about the carpenters union and like the electricians union or someone else, right? Where it's oh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're an electricians union, right and like you know they don't get you work you go on the list and then when work comes back up yeah so so the way it works with the electricians and the plumbers so i you know it's you know my feeling that every every the, the, everybody the unions get a bad name right so yeah. you, you've heard it you know you you guys were like oh yeah we're the best we're the bomb blah 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 it's like well yeah three percent of the u.s's workforce three percent okay yeah. so settled down oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. versus non-union you know what I mean? yeah but they do get a bad rep you you i'm sure you guys all hear you know ah uh, union bombs this sad you know, yeah, right? yeah, you, yeah. part of what contributes to that is the fact that these guys they mandate the work right so if you're an electrician you go on a list and that list you know it, you get a job starts and, and the guy calls and says hey i need four electricians and he's got to call the hall 
And the Hall says, okay, well, Johnny's at the top of the list, so he gets a job first, even though he sucks. And then the next guy, he goes, and they're like, these guys blow. You know, every time you guys say, I call a Hall, I get it. Well, the carpenters solicit their own work. So I could, I could get laid off. If I lay one of my guys off, I say, yo, listen, you suck, kick rocks. He says, all right, fuck you, Mike. I got friends. All right. And he calls his buddy up and he says, yo, you guys hired? They're like, yeah, you used to work here, you know, three months ago. You guys, you were always pretty good. Come on, come on. I got work for you tomorrow. Boom. Doesn't doesn't have to go on ahead. So what happens is, is when work's flowing, everybody's working, right? But when 2009 happens and there's a recession and there's no work, guess who rises? You know, the cream. The cream rises, yeah, right? Yeah. So you get all the guys that are like actually good carpenters. The yeah. ones that are actually making guys like me money. You know what yeah. I mean? Which is what I... I constantly was preaching all through 2009, 2010, you know, I was, I, one of the reasons I, I worked all the time because I would tell everybody, I'm like, screw you. I'm going to, you can lay me off. I'm going to work until I'm out of work. Yeah. You're going to lay me off and then somebody else is going to want me to make that money and I'm going to work till that guy's out of work. Yeah, yeah. And while all you guys are sitting around going, hey, you know, slow down, slow down. I, I think this job's coming to an end. They're going to have layoffs in a week or two. Like, got to drag it out a little bit. Drag it out. You know, let me space, space the workout. I'm like, nah, dude. I'm going to bury you and your attitude. And I'm going to go, yeah, yeah I'm going to get hired by the next guy. Cause I'm a good worker. Yeah. You know? And yeah, and it's like, it, it really is, which is why they, they were sending all those people to Vegas is it's a mindset, man. It's a, that negative mindset. It, it just catches and it, it, it becomes like a cancer, Yeah, but you could be the same thing in reverse. You could be one of the positive, you know, part of the, uh, the, the chemo treatments, if you will. And I, <laughs> You can be the positive and be like, yeah, look, dude, you can be cool and work your butt off and not be out of work. Yeah. Like it works that way. If you're making somebody money, you will stay employed. Yeah. You know, I've noticed Good. the best workers in the unions always seem to be working. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 I mean, it's that rock size. It, it doesn't, forget about just take the word union out of that. Yeah. The best workers, workers are, always are always working. working. True. Yeah. Dude. And yeah. And be a good employee. You know, yeah, wake up, do your best, make your boss as much money as you fucking can, and guarantee you you're gonna get a raise. You're gonna get a. You're gonna keep succeeding. Oh, you yeah. know, I'm ready to it's, go, Mike. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's crazy that like if you true work though, hard, right? yeah, it's like, true. It, you work hard, you do a good job, you take pride in your work, you follow the rules, you show up on time. It's crazy how much work you'll get. Everything you, else will fall into place. Fucking A, man. Dude. Everything else. Bro. So, but you got one life lesson for Exactly. That's hey, a man. working perspective. Hey, that? That's the fucking work. Hey, man. That is the working, working perspective. We preach that on here big time. So, yeah, well, that's no, you hear that, J Dub? You piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, look, you know, not everybody wants yeah, to no, get no off more eating Cheetos stuff. in the bed, man. While you're no more puff Cheetos, yeah. you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I worked manual labor from fucking eight to 19. All right. I'm going to take a eight couple years. Nine eight, eight years old to 19. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you I was on the real roof. Yeah, Dude. none of you were laying tar at seven. All right. Yo, yo, when you're fucking, when you get an office job with PTO, I fucking I I wouldn't I, I don't it I don't eats wanna, your soul I don't yeah oh it'll definitely eat your fucking soul this dude is so but, obsessed with PTO it's unbelievable Mike do you have PTO it is unbelievable do I give no. PTO do you, do you I have I do but it's not a crude PTO it's just standard PTO same same I don't have a crude either it's standard right and but Tom works in an industry where he can't he can't have PTO because if he what doesn't about, work what about he doesn't get TPO paid. roofs do you do TPO roofs. 
for uh for companies what's yeah, that sure why yeah TPO, it's like it's like a rubber roof oh. you can put grass it's, on it's it. just white all the highlights no, 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 that's not what tpo is TPO well, no, but you, white roof. people put the they put the turf on top like all the nice the all the nice new buildings are getting this tpo on the top and they put like grass on top and, and they grow to go green oh, i didn't know you had a fucking yeah, roofing company all of a sudden tom that's great Fucking I was a. talking to a roofer today, and I said, "What do I ask someone that it that does roofs? What should I ask him?" He said, "Ask him about TPO." I put TPO with blah, blah blah. I'm like, "All right, might TPO need a roof soon." What up, Mike? I'm gonna hit you up in a little bit. Yeah, he says all these new buildings are putting if, TPO in. TPO, if, it's green. If anyone would nah, like TPOs, TPOs white. They might not, they not might the color, for... not the color. I meant like going green. Yeah, oh, you mean like going green? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but uh, TPO TPO is like a white. Uh, I don't know. It's a plastic roof, essentially. You know what I mean? It, it's for commercial use only. You know what I mean? It very rarely do you see it in a residential space. Um, EPDM's black, TPO's white. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's if a, anyone is looking, goods. yeah. If anyone looking, is anyone, if anyone's looking for the Wait. best roofing or construction or anything like that, or blue collar builders, there will be links in the description. So I highly recommend you check it out. You know, I mean, yeah, it's, um, we yeah. do we do mostly residential roofs. My roofing company is, uh, uh, you know, shingles. You know, yeah. Tom for, for all intents and purposes, yeah. I did have shingles before. Yeah, you yeah. had shingles. Yeah, when I was a kid. Uh, a- That's how they knew I got chicken pox. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. You May, had shingles uh, later, and she was quite a sassy girl, wasn't she? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The um. What about I've heard about the 3D shingles now? Is that something like 3D shingles? The architectural shingles and stuff. Yeah. What the fuck is that? My cousin was telling me, Faye, he was telling me all about these fucking 3D shingles. Everyone's doing 3D shingles. Who, Eddie Faye? Oh, architectural. Yeah. Architectural shingles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Architectural shingles. It's just a type of shingle, you know? Yeah. So it's when, yeah. it's when everybody's getting on the roofs anymore. That's what yeah, I mean. We don't now. put down three-tab shingles anymore. Oh, really? But, yeah, no, no, no. The, si- the shingle every- game has, like, evolved? I mean, not really. I mean... It- still the same I, mean, I don't want to i don't put your body down but i mean no. that's what we've every, everybody's been doing since like 2000 and like i don't know 2006 or 2007 everybody's had architectural shingles that's pretty much standard anymore no one does slate yeah. no huh? no he's put anybody still uh, do no, no, no. i mean like in terms of three tab shingles versus architectural shingles yeah you know no you're not sure slate. yeah of course it's not a shingle right it's yeah like, right you know what i had no, no, guys like, come on i had a come i had on, a uh, i had a um uh, like my front porch, like I had like a, a porch build or whatever, right? And so and humble brag. I wanted I wanted to have the shingles match the ones I already had, which are I guess older shingles. And I was like, well, just put whatever the fuck is on the roof. You know what I mean? Same thing. Yeah. Match it. I don't know. And, he and he's like, like well, they they're don't doing make them 3D shingles now. And I was like, well, when I got to replace the roof, I'll replace all of them. Just match what's up there now. So that's why I guess he was telling me 3D. I didn't know, you know, whatever. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 So yeah, but. So, uh, oh, I forget what else did you want to talk about? There was so, like, uh, well, no, I mean, there's lots of stuff I can't talk about, but yeah, yeah, no. So, well, that's what we, we want to talk about. We've kind of, kind of, we kind of, Michael Johnson, down. who's your favorite sprinter of all time? Yeah, right. <laughs> Me, obviously. <laughs> Michael you Johnson. Fucking prick. What the fuck? <laughs> Gotta be I his favorite sprinter it. of all time. Did you, did you yeah. have like the gold Nike? The gold shoes. shoes. The gold shoes. The gold nah, shoes. I, I was a, I was a Who has gold or, shoes? you know, like 
Dickies and Vans guys. Oh, yeah, man. Everybody was all motocross. Remember Etnies? Did you have Etnies back in the oh, day? Etnies I had DC, some fucking yeah. Etnies and some DCs. Fox John Cardiel 2s. Oh, you must have been yeah. fucking dripping in Fox Racing gear. You kidding me? Oh, my God. Yeah. Were back you sponsored when you were racing? Yeah, I, I was sponsored by Monster Energy Drink. I was part of the Monster Army and stuff. Oh, um, fuck. Yeah, I got. I they used to send me cases of Monster and all sorts of good stuff. Dude, I remember you know, like I had a. Bags, you drink that? Do you yeah. still drink Monster Energy drink? Nah, I like Red Bull. Honestly, dude, what is it? I, Red Bull. Red. Yeah, Red Bull. I like yeah, it Red gives Bull you wings. Monster that. fucking gets me, dude. I'm like, Ugh. damn, this is too much. Yeah. Monster. I, yeah. What about the Bangs? Have you had the Bang Energy drinks? People. Who, fight, yeah. I, I try. I try to live pretty healthy, man. I try yeah. to stick to water and. And whiskey, doesn't even eat whiskey and water. Me and yeah. you, buddy. Oh and yeah, Justin, you're living fucking. You're living clean. Proof. Yeah, none of that caffeine nonsense. Healthy. Yeah, you're just a fucking health magnet. You are. I don't Justin. need anything to get up. I just yeah, need got... stuff to get back down. Is that because you're a bachelor? You start and you're doing like, I want to look good. You know, I'm eating clean. Or like, were you always clean living? Oh, me or Jr. You, you. Oh yeah, always like uh, I didn't I didn't start partying or drinking or doing anything till after my fight career. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, I'll tell you what, nothing, yeah, no, I, no crazy, no, no, none of that crazy, none of that crazy stuff until uh, until I, I mean, like, like I said, when I went through my divorce, man, it was it was, it was yeah, it was rough bad patches. news, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like I said, rough paper. I went, I went real, went to the in a bad way. You know, like I said, I was, I was working i gave up fighting yeah i was raising the kids building yeah. bikes you know, building yeah. harleys you know doing riding with you know riding with uh the club guys down down south philly and um you know whenever when shit hit the fan it was like you know i i had no i wouldn't say fighting well not fighting in the cage anymore i should say i stopped training for a year or two you know i started my business up and i was just going like you know just like tunnel vision to for just angry at the world yeah man. yeah you had some aggression you didn't have an av- avenue of where to release it and then you started going to the gym and uppercutting people and uh you know yeah, things yeah. Worked well, out. I, came, I, I came back i came back to it uh, you know it's a couple years later but yeah there was a couple years i, I mean i you know just started going out and hanging out you know you know and then next thing you know it's everything is bar fights and yeah, all sorts of yeah. stuff you grow well, out I'm of saying that shit, you've though. always eaten somewhat healthy. You never were like a oh, I'm gonna eat pizza and hoagie. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, I mean up until like last, I would say two years. I'm yeah. 36. Like uh and I and I'm paying for it now. Like I was up uh, you know, five o'clock this morning, went to the gym and started I started back on that routine again. Nice. So, yeah, so when you're at the gym, I was at the gym this morning and there's this guy I don't even fucking know. I never met him, never said a word to him. You wanna hit him. No. I'm at the gym. He yeah. walks in and I go, I see him there all the time. And I go, this fucking douchebag. That's the first thing I thought. I'm like, I don't even know this guy. I don't even yeah. know this yeah. guy. Oh, all the time. But dude, but then you see like all these girls walking around and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Every, every all the squat racks are taken up because they're doing all the squats. Then they're doing those hip fucking thrust fucking things. Dude, I mean, it's you know what? Like- you know what I did? I bought, I bought a fucking, uh, I bought a, a squat rack for, from my office. I got a big warehouse over in North Wales. Yeah. And um, 
I bought like one of those, uh, you know, it's like a squat rack and, you know, it's a PRX system. I don't know if you're yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It folds off the wall and stuff. You know, I used it for like a few months. I can tell you. No. I mean, it's great. I just can't get, I can't keep myself motivated to keep, you know, doing oh, it. and I don't want to go to work at five in the morning. Yeah. So I started, so right now I'm in this kick where I'm trying to go to the gym. It was great because you never have to wait on a squat rack. Yeah. You don't have to ever wait for bench. Yeah. You don't have to ever wait for any of that stuff. But then this morning I, I started over at that LA Fitness over in Montgomeryville. Yeah. And I'm like, same deal. I mean, it's 5.30 in the morning. I'm like, why is there so many people here? I'm, I'm thinking I'm beating the crowds. Yeah. And the and chicks there. Oh. I got up Dude. early, um, went to the gym. No, I'm just kidding. I just showered today. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> That's all. You know, That's I just got up Cheetos. and showered. That's puff Dude. Cheetos right there. Yeah. It's going to turn into a puff. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you, you got, you say that, but Justin is surprisingly like a really good athlete. Right? I was, yeah. Like I, he, he would. Uh, so Rich used to have two locations for the gym. There was one in, in Hatfield, the one, you know, we go to. And then there's, there was another one he had in Norristown, like on Ridge and uh, like, uh, I guess like Valley Forge Road, like yeah. right around there. And uh, I used to have to teach the boxing class there. And Justin would come there and train. Dude, I'll tell you. Oh, like, he's training. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He was, he I, was yeah. surprisingly fast, I would say. Uh, I, I haven't done surprised. anything for two years during the pandemic. I've done nothing. And my buddy owns Keystone Sports up on 309. And I was over there the other okay. weekend. We were running fly routes. And I was exhausted. Kevin. After, yeah, Kevin. Yeah. After 47 seconds, I was exhausted. Uh, I finally hung the pull apart. I was like, I have to start doing stuff. Yeah. You yeah, can yeah. jump rope. You can We're do gonna that get stuff. there. Oh, I can. Jump yeah, rope I can jump rope. The best, dude. Uh, dude, we, the best. When we had, we've had one. Justin's been here for. For Padilla, Aaron Rosenthal, John Dorito, Chad Kilhefner, now you. He was at the Henzo Gracie Roundtable last week, right? And each time Justin has said, I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get to I'm gonna I'm gonna start training. I want to start training. Each time I mean they they got my nickname is No Show. Like we're in a group chat. There's like 30 of us and They got me nicknamed No Show because I don't show up ever. Like mostly because of work, honestly. It's not because but I do get a, I mean, it's getting, I mean, it's, I'm going on 17 years. It's like, it, well, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where to, yo, I just want to sure. go like beat people up and then leave. You know, I don't want to like, <laughs> sit yo, I, I'm sure, I'm sure we got to let you go soon because you've got to get up at five or whatever for work. And I'm going to get up before you. Yeah. So, but I did have a question. I'm curious because I, I see 3:30. like with a lot of uh, <laughs> contractors and whatever like that. Have you ever had anything? worth owning your own company especially stolen from you at, Ooh, at one job great sites, question. from like employees or anything like that as far as like you a know touchy public. subject man i'm oh, sure it is wow but i know it's happened a lot is it is well, it is it now too it's impossible to get materials now right like wood and all oh, that and how has the really pandemic tough? affected you with material costs and everything fuck man going- there's always work for the guys that want it I, I tell yeah. you, I, really? I preach this stuff. I preach this stuff all day, every day, dude. If there's, yo, if somebody else is getting something, I can get it though. True, true. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, my, just, my thing is, did you look? Did with you, you know, Sometimes you got to move milk to get to the eggs. You know, ah, you got to put some effort in. I love that. Sometimes Wait, you got to move milk to get to the eggs. 
I fucking yeah, love fucking that. Bro, we're working. Dude, that's fucking awesome. I love it. I'm going to yeah, start using you guys, that. You just get lazy people, man. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But, and, and, and with yeah. that, you get lazy people that don't want to work, that don't want to go buy their own tools, so they take mine. Yeah. So you've Shut had your tools stolen. Oh. Yeah, I, I'm still working out that bug. Oh, well, so, dude, like, yeah. I, I don't want to get you fired up. I just well, I no, know like, everyone, but has like contractors, yeah. especially oh. always like, but my tool, like, you know, shit in their truck, the shit, you know, on a site, whatever, like they show up and it's gone. And it's like now they hunting down this. Especially we work all over the city, center city, yeah. you know, West Philly, <sighs> South Philly. You know, we're all over the place. I've had all sorts of shit stolen from job sites. I've had to be honest with you, the worst thieves, are your own employees, your really? own employees, right? Really? They're shit, yeah. and then they're like, it's so hard, man. It's yeah. easier as I as I get uh, my business keeps growing. Um, you can spot them. We're doing spot them a mile away. You're like, no, no, no. As as my business is growing, the the model changes a little bit, right? So I'm instead of doing ten small jobs, I'm doing three big ones, right? So now I have less tools all over the place, and instead of needing, if you're doing ten jobs, you need ten of that tool. You're doing yeah. three jobs. You might need 10 of that tool, but they're only in three spots. And you got one foreman that's good paying yeah. attention to yeah. making sure it's all in there. If you're like, yo, listen, I only, if I need 10 of that tool and I only have six, that means that it's going from this job site to that job site. And guess what happens? Somebody goes, oh, yeah, well, throw it in your car because you're going over to Johnny's job site tomorrow. So take it with you. And then when they do, they're like, oh, they never get out of the car. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we did. They didn't end up using it, right? Or for whatever reason that day. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, man. Fucking getting stuff stolen from your job and all that. It's a fucking biggest pain in the ass. But I want to keep it moving. So before we get out of here, I just want one. Uh, like we said in the description of this episode, we'll have the links to Blue Collar Builders. We'll have the links to Top Peak Roofing. I'm telling you, great, great stuff. If you need any of the any contract work or anything like that or any roofing. Hit these guys up. You you will you'll be very happy with what you get. Um, but before we get out of here, Mike, uh, is there anything you'd like to say to your adoring fan base before we take off? Uh, no, nah, man. Just keep uh, keep after you know. Yeah. Keep work. Keep working hard. Keep making your making a man money. Keep grinding. You know. Nice. Love. It. Hey, man. Normal we, stuff. We pledge allegiance to the grind, man. That's that's, that's the it. That's you it. Kidding. You know, hard work. That's the only way. That's hey, you ain't kidding, man. That is the only way. Absolutely. And I, you know, and I know we're usually in agreement with this, Justin and Tom. I think you'd agree also. But Mike, if you'd be willing, we'd love to have you back on the show. Yeah, man. for sure. You awesome. were yeah, fuck, this was fucking awesome, dude. This is really, really good. And yeah, fun, really fun. Mike, we're wondering if, if anyone ever is supposed to be on the show and they bail last minute, can we send you over to their house maybe to make <laughs> sure that they we, <laughs> we, we missed a big chunk of, uh, of stories in, in my life, but I used to get paid to do that. Yeah. Part yeah, yeah. two. Part yeah. two. Yeah. Part two. Dude, yeah, I get some good stories for that too. Nice, but you know, Mike, your stories were incredible, dude. Honestly, I was like, I was, I was like, dude, this guy's incredible. This is yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. you should have See your what own Christian show. school can do. Bro, tell you what. <laughs> yeah, send your kids to private school. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mike, I got a question. How many tattoos do you got? Um, uh, my whole leg and this half of my body. 
Did, yeah. So you don't like you've lost count, I guess. Or yeah, it just, it's, like, like, it's all continuous, you know. But <laughs> yeah. I saw on the one hand there was something. I just didn't know what it said. Uh, this one says work, and this one says hard work. Hard. Hard. Oh, work. Hard. that's oh, yeah. fucking badass. That's good in two ways because it's like work hard, you know, it's your thing. But then you're gonna get hard work with these yeah. with these hands here, right? Yeah. No, yeah. Fucking, yeah. I've no never had Cheetos with these. about it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I yeah. You know, <laughs> Jay Dunn kisses his butt. It's my, it, you know, we we used to have a joke. We used to joke around. My but my buddy's got a, my buddy's got a um, uh, tattoo on his. When we got our hands done at the same time, it was years and years ago. And his say, "Don't care." And I said, "I don't know if I would do that if I'd be a carpenter." And yeah, uh, where do you put the I, apostrophe? <laughs> between the knuckles. Because, he goes, no, no, no. I'm like, ah, I mean, if I mean, just think about it. If you're doing crown molding in somebody's kitchen. You know, which says, guy don't do you want? Care. Yeah, you know, which yeah. guy do you want? I want the guy that says hard work. I don't want the guy that says don't care. It's like, all right, we're between these two guys. I got the one guy. Okay, the, uh, the hands say hard work. The other one says don't care. Uh, yeah. Who do I want yeah, in my yeah. house? Yeah. Toss a coin. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Let me introduce you to my chef. What's his tattoo say? It says don't wash on his knuckles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's a great chef. He just yeah. doesn't wash his hands. Just yeah. says raw food. What? Yeah, yeah. raw food. <laughs> nice. One so, hand says Sal, the other one says Manila. Yeah. Nice. So so okay, cool. So yeah, like we said, uh please check out Mike's the links in the description for uh blue collar builders and topic roofing. Uh, Tom, before we get out of here, anything you want to say to the legions of your adoring fans before we take off? Um, hard work. Hard work, brother. That's it. Hard work. Me and Mike. Mike's got me fired up. I'm ready to go. I'm going to hit the gym tomorrow. I'm going to do my shit. Let's yeah. go, Mike. Are you going to confront the douchebag at the gym? You know what? Next time that douchebag at the gym sees me, guess what I'll be carrying? Probably my cell phone. And, uh, you know, yeah. some of your <laughs> Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. But what if, when what I look if, at him, he's going to get an evil eye, a real what, evil eye. What if you walked up to that guy, right? And, yeah. you know, turns out that you have everything in common, super good dude. And you just would, could, Probably like, it. could you get, you just misjudged that? them all together. Yeah. Yeah. Now, guys, you, look, look, I learned a long time ago. I judge a book by its cover. I hate to say it. I do judge a book by its cover. Sure. And it's not just Everybody necessarily does. the way someone looks. It's the way they carry themselves, the way they treat me, the way they treat other people. I can see. I've seen this guy at the gym for long <laughs> enough to know he is, in fact, a douchebag. Okay? Yeah. I know it. I see him. I don't yeah. like him. Yeah, right. whatever his name is. Yeah, honestly, I think you should just let him know. He was doing tricep extensions the other like, day and hey, like a real piece of shit. What? You're a douchebag. Guess what? Everyone knows yeah. it. You're a douchebag. Yeah, fan right, of the show. Yeah, listen, show. I'm. I've been watching you for a few weeks. You should start out with that. I'm with no, no. This is years. You. This is years, Mike. I've uh, seen him for a couple years. Years. I've been you for a couple years. Yeah. You know what? I just want to give you a piece of my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just listen. He leaves know. his shit like like he owns the fucking spot. You know what I mean? Like, oh, his water bottle and his towels there. This is his area. Like the, he he owns oh, this spot. He is okay. a fucking All right, bro. It's Planet Fitness, Pop. Watch out. You know what I mean? Is it a Planet Fitness? Oh, yeah. Have you uh, ever been? So, said, do, you, do, you, do you drop the bells and the whistles go off or whatever? No, I never, I've never seen a lunk alarm. You know what? To be honest, they're probably, 
they're probably like afraid to do that because it's like, well, why would I? Oh. But you know, I've seen some lady doing ba cha ba ba taekwondo shit. They used to yeah. serve pizza there. They used to yeah. serve pizza at the Planet Fitness. Where is Fitness. this? Where is this? I, I was leaving one day. Fitness. I was leaving one day, and I'm like, "Damn, I smell pizza!" And then I look over, and they had a wall full of pizzas, fresh pizzas. It was like free pizza Monday or something like that. I came back the next day. The next day, I'm leaving bagels, coffee, all in a shit like this. I was like, "What is it? Ice cream Fridays? Like what? You know what's going on? I don't Dude. understand." I'll tell you, have, so at Planet Fitness... And that douchebag was there, eating it all. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you this. At Planet Fitness, everyone puts the weights back and everything like that. At LA Fitness, no one fucking does that. No one well, puts anything back. Like, the dumbbells, if you're looking for dumbbells, good luck. Good luck finding two of the same anywhere within... Well, you know, I signed yeah. up for LA Fitness. I have jokes on you. It's called Esperanza. Es- yeah, Esperada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Esperada Health or something. Yeah, so yeah. Maybe it's a you know maybe they're revamping their uh, their ways. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I don't go to do the heavy and... weights no anymore. I'm not. Uh, I'm not on heavy weights. You know, I, I am, I'm. I'm with you, man. Nothing over two twenty five. It's like yeah, you yeah. know, I'm getting. Yeah, 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 yeah me too. Two twenty five. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two twenty five, like twenty times. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no, but seriously, I'm, I'm a high rep. I mean, like if you're doing squats, deadlifts, anything, like two twenty five is like all right. I don't mean, you know, I used to do all that crazy heavyweight. It's like, yeah, dude, everything hurts anymore. Yeah, my yeah. knees and my back can't take it anymore. It just, yeah. I'm just shoot them, know. dude. Yeah. I know yeah, the, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. Who's the fight? Yeah. I know that Esporta Fitness have uh, heavy bags too, which is nice. What yeah. are you going to say, Justin? No, is he saying just shoot them? I was like, yeah, there's no time for fighting nowadays. Yeah, yeah it this, hurts. This it is hurts, all I need man. to lift right here. Bing, this bing, is, bing, bing, bing. Yeah. Been lifting this pretty good. I just did ten reps. Yeah, I, used to, I, used to, right I used to, I used to love getting in fights. Now I'm like, I'm like, nah. I just if I can need a lever, shoot you. That's why I got. Well, dude, when you were fighting full time, right? If you did, you get in fights when you were fighting full time because they would have thrown the fucking book at you, right? Nah, like, I mean, uh, again, long story, but I, when I was going through my divorce, I ended up with four restraining orders on me from the uh, the uh, the affair e. If you will, yeah. you know, they get they get that the guy that she was fucking, you know, long story short. The guy oh, she, she was, was having an affair. Dude, wow. All right. So no, 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 affair. no matter that what happens, you are a it. thousand percent coming back on this show. <laughs> dude, I am dude, so no the longer you stay on, the more interest that I've got. Uh, we wasted like, so much time in the beginning. We wasted so much time on cheese. We really wasted. We're talking about cheese puffs and God knows what. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So I ended up with four restraining orders on. They they upped the security at their wedding and stuff. Because what happened? Were you gonna crash the wedding? Wait, wait. She married the fucking guy. Now, so okay, so the neighbors across the street. So we lived in Delaware County. Okay. And uh, yeah, beautiful Delaware County. Big yeah, yeah, Delco. Yeah, yeah. Delco. Yeah. yeah. So we moved to Delco so I could fight professionally because it was closer to the city. It was a yeah. shorter commute. Yeah. Right. So I, I was living down there for a couple of four years. And um, the neighbors across the street, they were engaged. And, you know, I'm, I'm going all the time. So, of course, I'm a piece of shit, right? Uh, all he does is work. And if he's not working, he's training. And I'm left here, you know, to drink wine and hang out with my girlfriends in the block and and raise all the babies together right and uh they're like you know what that's good you know that's horrible you know he's what a piece of shit right so then uh the girl the girl's like ah oh, you should meet this guy he's a 
you know, they went to college together or whatever. And um, I guess while I was working over one weekend uh, up here, up in the Lansdale area, I stayed with my, one of my buddies, a union carburetor, trim houses on the, on the side of some of our side work. And um, so she went down to shore with the kids and I went to work all weekend. And uh, that's where they all got hooked up or whatever. And then there was an ongoing affair for a little while till till uh, these two uh, people, they our neighbors, they were getting married. They were like, all right. Uh, well, there, there was a big bachelorette party. My ex-wife used to fist fight all the time. I mean, she got thrown out like three of my professional fights. And um, she, they got, they, I was in the bachelor party, like at the bachelor party. This is down in uh, the Ocean City, Maryland. And uh, all the girls were staying at somewhere else on the island. Or whatever. And they give us a call and they're like, listen, you got to come pick up your wife. And I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, yeah, she's not in the wedding no more. She's kicked out. She beat the shit out of the bride. Long story short, what happened is I don't know what happened between her and the the, the girl, the bride, but uh, the bride essentially, they were all drinking and drunk and essentially said, you know, hey, you know, I just got off the phone with Mike because I guess she overheard my, my wife at the time uh, talking shit. And she came in. She was like, I just got off the phone with Mike, like insinuating, I'm telling her about your affair. Right. And my ex-wife beat the hell out of her. I mean, bad. So they had to postpone the wedding. Well, between that time and when the wedding was, I get a call. I'm at the King of Prussia Mall building a mall store. I'm running uh, a store at the mall. And um, I get a call and uh, I'm like, all right, this is my neighbor, the guy. And he's like, I can't do it anymore. I got to tell you what's going on, blah, blah, blah. So he rats my, my wife out. He's like, yeah, she's, you know, his, his fiance, her name's Missy. Yeah. Missy, Missy, you know, Missy hooked her up with this guy and like, they've been running around behind your back for like however long. And I'm like, okay. You know I mean? Like was a little off guard, but you know, um, I mean, we weren't like the happiest couple, but you know, we're still married with two kids and stuff. You know, you go through your, your, your hell. And, um, I swear to God, I was, I was like, yeah, you know what I'm going to do? You know, you always think about that when you're married. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, I'm going to catch him. Right. And then I will have to pay no child support. You know, this is every guy. Yeah. No, no child support. I'm going to catch him. Dude. I pulled up to the house. I, first of all, I was coming down 70 route 70, uh, you know, 76 going towards Delco pulled over to the side of the road, had to throw up, throw up like this on my way home. I had to throw up. If I could get down there, I pull in. I pull into the apartment complex next to where our condos are. Our, you know, we live on a coal sack, and um, I pull in. I call my dad. I have a flip phone, right? I got my flip phone. I call my old man up, and I'm like, you know, I'm just talking to him, like, like, dude. I thought this is what I heard today. I was gonna come home. I was gonna play cool. I was gonna try to like catch her, take picture, take pictures, whatever, all this stuff. I could do it. Couldn't hold it together. Right. I'm talking to my dad as my dad's like, all right, we'll relax. And I'm like, you know, all sorts of motions up and down and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And my, my dad's going, all right, man. I said, you know what? I have, I said, if you don't hear from me in an hour, just call the police. And he says, and he says, ah, I, he said, Mike, I wouldn't do that. Why don't you just take calm down as soon as you know how it goes. As soon as somebody tells you to calm down. I think at this time I was 25 years old. I, I had, I was like, I, I either just, no, I didn't even, I was in the middle of my fight. I 
I still was fighting. I think I had three more fights after this. Yeah. So, so like, I mean, I'm still training. I'm in good shape. You know, I'm like, you know, he's like, yeah, why don't you just come down? I'm like, you told me to come down. My parents have been married for 45 years. Okay. So I'm like, you don't, don't tell me to come down. My, your wife, my mother was a sucker. That's all my guy's neck. Don't tell me to calm down. You know what I mean? Like, I got two kids upstairs. I'm, I'm ready to go kill somebody. Right. Yeah. And like, I'm screaming. I hang up on. I go straight up into the house and I'm like, you know, it's just a little two bedroom condo. I, you know, and I, I went up and the, the kids are, you know, it, it, adolescents. And I'm like, I'm like, go outside and play. They're like, I'm, I'm just told to clean our room. I'm like, yeah, nah, it's all right. Go outside and play. Shut the door, lock the door. And uh, I told her, I said, yo, sit down. And she, she went over and she said, <laughs> she sat down at the kitchen table and I went and sat on the other side of the table and I, Took my, you know, I carry a gun. I took my gun out and put it on the table. And I just sat there. We just stared at each other for about probably two minutes, realistically. But the longest two minutes either one of our lives. And she just sat there with her hands in her face. Like, we didn't even say one word about the whole ordeal. Like, she just was like, ah, shit, you know. And I'm like, I'm like, and I just looked at her like, go ahead and lie to me. We didn't even talk about anything yet. I just literally sat there, go ahead and lie to me. I, I want you to lie to me. Like, I was so irate. Like, I mean, oh, man. And then so things got out of control. She would run out in the street. I went I went across to the neighbor to the neighbor's house. I, I got those guys told them, like, you know, listen, you know, they were, like, calling the cops and stuff. I'm running around waving a gun. Yeah, I'm out there scream, screaming and yelling. It was, it was a big white trash yeah. fiasco. And, uh, you know, uh, I told these guys, you know, they, they were locking their doors, all stuff. I call them on the phone. I'm like, listen, you know, I don't want you parking out front of your house. I don't want to see your car. I will see your face. I don't want to see your fucking kid. I don't want to see anybody in this neighborhood again. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. I mean, like, dude, you know, you knew about this. Like, yeah, you told me, but you knew about this the yeah. whole time. Yeah. And you didn't tell me near soon enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're letting this shit happen while, while I'm yeah. slaving away. It's not like you're out. Yeah. It's not like you're a piece of shit out drinking, out gambling, out missing. Like you're out yeah. fucking yeah. doing construction or Crying. fighting. Yeah. 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 Get yeah, the yeah. fuck out of here. Uh, I yeah. mean, look, look, I mean, no know, one's a saint, but you, keeping you here. You, yeah, yeah no look, one's I'm a saint, but you're the neighbors set it up. They set her up with them. They set her up. Yeah. She was well, like, hey, the this husband, another, this the husband had day. to know from the jump. Hey, this is another day. Who's the day? What do you mean day? You were part of the day, man. Like yeah. he's like, no, no, no. My 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 fiance set her up, right? Not me. I didn't set her up, right? You know, that's what the guys tell me, you know. Yeah. And uh, and I'm not saying that to be like, you know, like I was perfect or something, but you know, like you said, you know, I was working, right? You know, I'm yeah. 25 years. I mean, what do you know at 25, you know? Also, right, had you not been working, her number one complaint would have been like, you don't have any money, right? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? How about, especially, when, especially since she was on a free ride. Yeah, you're my paying back. for her fucking nursing. Her to go to yeah. nursing school, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wild, man. How can she fucking do that? Like, how awful, like, I mean, whatever. I don't know your ex-wife, and I don't want to say anything yeah, about right. it, you know, but. Damn, man, that's a fucking, that's a tough Very fucking well. paper route, brother. Oh, uh, yeah, dude, tough... okay. so, so, listen, that so that's when I gave up fighting, bro. I gave yeah. up, I gave up fighting because we went to marriage counseling. So yeah. long story short, they, you know, I got all these restraining orders. They, they nixed the wedding. No, they didn't nix it. They, they up security. They pushed it back because the girl had black eyes and shit. So like uh, <laughs> my, my ex-wife like fucked her up bad. So they had to move the wedding date. They then 
they they moved out in like the middle of the night. They didn't they didn't tell nobody. They had the movers come like the middle of the night in the back, and um, and we didn't. I don't. I've never seen them since that day. I well, I, no, I saw them at court, but after that, they didn't see them after that. And um, they, to answer your question, they threw the book at me at court, or they tried, and um, for being a professional fighter and stuff, that stuff. But history of like like you know yeah yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, no. yeah yeah no they were just like they were like he was threatening us and like you know he's scary and like he's got you know he's a yeah. professional fighter and you're like hey you fucking hit an affair with my wife and some fucking stunad you know uh, yeah you know like yeah. and you fucking didn't that dude lives in harrisburg and he got a restraining or restraining order yeah let the court show that i I'm intimidating and scary and yeah. Yeah. a professional fighter. You yeah. can't put yeah. all that down. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. All that. Yeah. And they still, she work. still fucking so, did that. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, dude, it gets better. She, she, we go, she, we go to marriage counseling right there. We go to marriage counseling. The marriage counselor says, you know, normal stuff like, ah, oh, what do you want? So you were, oh, so wait, you were still will, like, you loved her that much that you were still willing <laughs> to work on the, dude, you're a fucking strong dude, man. Yeah, he got to, man. Of, he got to. And, were, and did you have like the kids, the kids in mind for the kids? For the kids was it? Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, I mean, it's a, you know, you know how it goes, man. Like, yeah. look, we 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 were young, right? We were, yeah, we were like nineteen. We got together. We were two. I was going to say that when you got married, I was you were really young. You were really Jeez, young. Yeah. If yeah, I married the girl I was with when I was twenty-one. Oh fucking god! I thank God I didn't marry the girl I was with. And not that she isn't a nice girl, but we aren't. (laughs) It wasn't for us. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Oh wait, wait, you got the first? No, 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 no. I'm saying if I had, if I had married her, and and I can't like, and I don't like hate her or anything like that, but like, it would not have worked out well. Oh, I, I I hate my ex. Nah, I'm looking. We didn't get to that level of, you know what I mean? It was over before it got. Oh man, it got it got way worse before it got better. Yeah, so we we left. uh, So we went to marriage counseling, right? I'm still fighting. Um, It had to be, you know, it had to be right there at the end because I remember we went to we're in marriage counseling and i had my last my last pro fight was like somewhere short after that we're going to marriage counseling and, and part of the thing was what do you want and what does she want right and and what did she want was i want my husband to give up this the career the the fighting career like give up the dream right because i wanted to be a world champion the whole night right yeah. and they're like you know i with the lack of support and and you know all this other stuff i i, I had uh you know, I lost a couple of fights there at the end and it was just like, all right, you know, it wasn't going my way, whatever. And so I was like, okay, whatever. So I quit fighting. I, 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 my last professional fight, I dropped the guy with a bot shot. Um, he, Love it. And, um, and, and I, I, I got robbed of that fight, honestly, in all reality. But uh, Dan Mergley, I stopped it because of one of my, I had, you know, a giant gash in my eye. But um nevertheless uh so i had already was in like in a bad mental space where i was like you know this is bullshit another robbery and uh so she was like you know i wanted to quit fight so i did i stopped completely cold turkey cut it cut it cut it cut it shut and so the 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 uh what is it called the uh counselor was like you know listen uh you know we're we're there in the counselor and the counselor's like well you asked him to do this and he did and you asked him to do that and he did like She's like, yeah, well, he doesn't want to. Well, and the counselor's like, but, you know, being the normal level head guy was like, well, 
Well, I mean, nobody would want to give up their hopes and dreams, but the fact still remains that he did it. Yeah, for at you. Your, at your wish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you asked and he did it. So you can't really keep holding all this resentment towards him. Right. Meanwhile, this bitch is fucking still sleeping around half the neighborhood, you know, and I didn't even know it. And like, so, um, Dude, so yeah, so, sorry, so we had man. some pretty fun times. No, she no, must have been okay. great in bed, though. I mean, she must uh, have been incredible, right? Mom, you know, you know, your mom, your kid, you're, you know, you love your life when you're like 20 or whatever. Yeah. You know, I'm, I, listen, I've been divorced for almost a decade, so it's not that big a deal to me. Anyway. Plus, too, like you're but, in that, when but, you're in, at that age, right? Like, yeah. I rem- dude, I'll tell you this. I remember the first girl that would have sex with me consistently, I thought I was going to marry that girl. Thank yeah. God I did well, not. Well, once you have kids with them, then you know what I mean? Like, my parents, I didn't come from a broken home, so my parents yeah. are still together to this day. They're yeah. like, going on 40-something years. And, uh, you know, so I got that, you know, that freedom yeah. mentality. I want to yeah. fight to keep it working. And, all that yeah. stuff. and um, oh, so she, she used to booze up with all the girls on the block, right? I mean, so we, we would literally, I, I'd be up at, you know, 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning, getting ready to get, go to the city to work. And I, and she wouldn't have, she would say it was a Thursday night. It's Friday morning, right? Thursday night. She'd be, she'd be out boozing. And I'd say, yeah, well, listen, maybe can you come home at one o'clock in the morning? You know, like that's a fair compromise. I, I can't really sleep until you get home. And I'd like to get a couple hours of sleep before I'm going off to work. She'd say, yeah, she would come home till two, three o'clock in the morning. Well, the time said it was like three. Like, well, what are you doing between two and three? We live, you know, in a, uh, less than a mile radius of all, every bar under the sun here. And so, like, uh, I don't know if how familiar you guys are with Delaware County, but like, there's a there's another dive bar down there. That I ended up kicking the door in and dragging my wife out to uh, to bring her back home. Like, it was pretty. What's the name of the pretty, bar? <laughs> uh, Dino's. It burnt down. Yeah. It was on yeah. McDee Boulevard. Oh, Jesus. Okay. You know where it is? McDade Boulevard. I mean, I know McDade, McDade Boulevard, but yeah, yeah, Dino's Bar. There's right a place. Uh, what do I know? Like the Crossbar. What's uh Haggerty's? Haggerty's. Ooh, yeah, that's, that's where like that's where my girl's from. Like that, her and her sister are always. Uh-huh. Down there. Oh, you doing Dirty yes. Nellies? I'm not from there. They're from there. Uh, dirty Delco. Well, you know, my well, I, used to, I used to collect yeah. for a bookie down there and used to fucking yeah. get all sorts of trash down there, Folsom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, Mike, thanks for uh, thanks for sharing that, pal. Sorry you had to relive that, buddy, but fucking hey, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, it makes for good stories, right? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Mike, but it definitely is a good story. Uh, yeah, yeah I, yeah. I feel bad that you had to tell it, but. Yeah, oh, very yeah, interesting. I, yeah. Like I well, said, I don't care. I mean, her cool now. She's got a, she got a kid, and, and you know, she got a kid, and, a, and she's a great mom. And she, you know, someone else's all. problem now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, yeah. I mean, once once it's all done and done in a way, then you know, uh, yeah. once you don't care no more, and, and the money's all situated, then it's easy. You know yeah. what I mean? Then it's all about the kids and just making sure the kids are getting raised right and all that yeah. jazz. As a matter of fact, I go over there. They live from, uh, five minutes up the street, and I go over there to hold her, get my baby fixed with her new baby and her man. And her new man says, he's cool shit. So, nice. you know, that's why I can tell a story. What I'm saying is like, eh, it's nothing anymore. Now I'm just good stories, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's good. So, well, thanks for sharing that, Mike. And, dude, I can't wait to hear more stories like that. The next time you're on, it's going to be fucking killer. Um, yeah, but, uh, Jada. Yeah, of course, man. Jada, before we get out of here, uh, anything you want to say to the Dubinators before we take off? Uh, this is awesome. This you're, was you're fucking, great, Mike. This, I'll <laughs> Thanks, tell you, bro. 
this was a fucking killer show honestly mike after our pre-show meeting i even said i was like this is gonna be fucking good and we really like like we didn't we didn't do like the cliff notes but like you know we didn't fucking really dig in to a lot oh, of yeah, stuff it's a lot yeah it's a lot but uh, there's a lot more to like you thought, you know, but yeah, whatever. Bookie, we'll, like I like, yeah, sometime, I'm uh, a big I fan of bookie collectors. I know, <laughs> I know a couple guys who used to do it for like, it you know, some collecting guys round table that you didn't want to owe money to, and oh, that's yeah. a lot of fun. I got some, I got some good stories with some of these guys who collected this stuff. I used yeah. to take my buddies on the ride, yeah, come with me. It's Where so fun. Don't now. worry about it. All Just you gotta do is knock on a door, you know what I mean, and all of a sudden, like, oh. You're here? Uh, I have it. Mm-hmm. You know how many times yeah. you don't have to do anything? Uh huh. Well, unfortunately, I didn't have too many of those. Yeah. But I wish oh, I did. Man. It's, yeah. It makes well, it more. Yeah. No. Well, we'll get that on the next time yeah. for sure. Next time. Next time yeah. we'll talk yeah. about yeah. booking collecting. So, uh, yeah. you know, we're coming to the top of time. Hey, Mike. Uh, Mike. Stay safe, brother. <laughs> Stay out Yo, listen. I go to I go to work every day now. You know. I mean, oh, I always put the work in but you know, keep yeah. working. Yeah, yeah, work, work, hard work, hard work, baby, hard work. Nice. So we're coming to the top of time. This has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, the terrific Tom Lavelle, and our guest today is the fucking man and the fucking myth. Mike fucking Johnson. You can find all our content and all our stuff on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can help us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can join us on the Twitter and the TikTok at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectives at gmail.com. And please, for the love of God, I don't want to go through a divorce like Mike. So please like and subscribe so my wife stays with me and I can keep doing the show. Uh, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. Thanks for listening. Stick around for the ad read. Thanks. See ya. Do you have a message or a story inside of you that you've been waiting to tell? Have you always dreamed of writing a book but are intimidated by the complexities of the book publishing world? Perhaps you want to use a book to launch your public speaking or consulting career. If so, please reach out to Scott and Bell Publishing, located right here in beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Scott and Bell Publishing handle all genres and authors with all experience levels. Scott and Bell Publishing gives authors 100% creative freedom and a higher royalty split. They can be found at www.skotbell.com. That's www.s is in Sam, K is in Kite, O is in October, E is in Tom, B is in Boy, E is in Edward, L is in Larry, L is in Larry.com. That's Scott and Bell Publishing, where the authors go.